Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another rousing rendition of Nil Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in uh, North Texas, drinking the remnants of uh, beer that we I bought for a last call that never happened. But uh, <clears throat> I had a, a, about a half a glass left of the 512 Pecan Porter, a standard Pecan Porter at 6.7% alcohol. It's quite the nice, robust American Porter. Anyway, uh, this one, apparently, when I got pretty tanked off of this and the double pecan porter, I might have left the growler out a little too long with the top off, because this is... Oh, it's gone flat. Flat as shit, and <laughs> tastes tastes like pecan syrup. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not offended by it. And as a matter of fact, it makes a nice rinse, because before... <laughs> While I was waiting for everyone to figure out um, how computers worked and what time Life. it is in the central time zone, which we all live, um, I was drinking Bullet Rye. Uh, so <laughs> this this uh, 512 uh, rinsed the glass out nicely for me. So how's, how's everybody doing tonight? Um, Frank. Awesome. So, yeah, everybody is fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm doing well. Uh Brian, just have a question. Yeah. So on that five one two porter that you're drinking. Yeah. Uh I saw you posted the pic on Instagram of the night when last call didn't happen and then we decided to move it to Saturday night. Did did you seem to get a lot of uh mediocre responses about that beer because if so these people need to check their attitudes at the door or figure out what a like good stout tastes like well it's not a stout one two Whatever, there's a porter <laughs> two it, it really is a, me a off. Five, one, two, pecan stout yeah i, I looked know. at the comments and i was like are you kidding me go find go find a better you also have to order on draft and then call me well i had it so we're clear i had it in a bottle and all the people that are responding to that post, majority of them are not from this part of the country. Mm. So they don't have access to this beer. One. Um, uh, the other thing you have to remember is that this is a really small release of beer. Even though it was prevalent in Austin and Dallas and maybe a few parts of Houston, this beer doesn't get out of Texas. So if people are drinking it, it's traveling to them. So if they're faking it till they make it. That's if, what you're saying. If it's traveling to them, it might not arrive in the same condition that it arrived mm-hmm. that I you know, like when I got it. I'm gonna go with they never tried it and they're just they're probably stuff about pecan porters. Well, also I didn't think anything was negative about it. I think oh, you're also I trying to start so some mad, shit, Ryan. I was so angry. All right, well you <laughs> need to calm your tits and uh, hope that the midnight train to Georgia doesn't come rolling through your backyard while you're oh, out there I hear recording. It. It's on the way, Brian. You're talking to the guy who starts Twitter fights with children. So. Children, bots, grown adults. I always go after the bots. That's um, the best way. So. Uh, just just so we're clear here, Brian, um, I'm sitting on my patio. It's beautiful out. Uh, the freighter might come by here any minute 
take some more Chevys up to be assembled in Michigan instead of being made in Michigan. Let's just be clear about this. Okay. Um, it's weird. Additionally, I'm watching the joint. I get what? Are, what do they call when they take two titles and like they put two champions against each other? A unification. Yes. Okay. There's a unification title fight on Showtime tonight. It's been massively entertaining boxing. I'm just gonna let people out there know. Um, I've watched. We watched the undercard. We're now at the championship match. Just all knockouts. So it's been just people going after it. It's been great. Frank, can I ask you one quick question? Sure. How does your microphone work like that? Because you're talking into the top of it. Like I know. <laughs> oh, it's it's 360. So there's a okay. there's a, a receiver on the back too. Like this this top has fallen off before because, as per usual, I've dropped it. Okay. So the top fell off, and I saw the inside, and yeah, it's why? It's, Can you, does it sound like I'm everywhere and nowhere at once? Uh, it's real spiky, but oh. it's all good. Okay, well that's probably just because I don't have a consistent distance. I'm holding it in my hand. Okay, you, you well, not all of us have a boom oh. mic, Brian. Well, this is an investment. It wasn't well since since I don't have a room dedicated to casting and move around my house. <laughs> it's a room dedicated to casting and beer. It is just so happens yeah. that we cast about beer, so it's an all in one room. Can I get a boom mic installed right on my railing, please? <laughs> it can be done. It <laughs> just I'd also like to be able to move it to my laundry room. <laughs> hey, I, you know what? I actually have a stand for my mic. You've casted from in here with me. I've got a mic stand. I, I like it. It's got a nice little boom on it. Okay. Do you remember when I when I casted for my girl? garage yeah i do i remember that you used to post pictures of your buckets of beer that yep. we used to crank through in an hour and a half and i'd i'd turn the camera and show my lamborghini in my garage uh and by lamborghini you mean a sequoia tree stump <laughs> coffee table that you have <laughs> absolutely the lamborghini of tree stumps all right frank what are you drinking tonight besides the kool-aid of showtime boxing um you know so i boom we have some leftover Founders Porter, so I'm having some of that. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I'll be having. I just have one pint of it. don't have any other beer on the backup, so hmm. let's make this a quick last call. Okay. Well, What's wrong with you? Parker, we've heard your sweet angelic voice. How are you doing since we've last spoken? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm I'm just I'm ready to ready to do this thing tonight and just get crazy and go off the rails and maybe frank will take his clothes off again y'all should off the train as it goes by his house y'all should have started with the bullet bourbon like i did nice. <laughs> it'll take you places no, I, I i started with a uh it's called natural light by anheuser-busch exotic heard of it yeah weighing in at a heavy 3.2 percent abv uh thanks to our lord <clears throat> and savior mary fallon yeah what a uh, yeah, don't get me started on that chick. Uh, about to move to a uh, a local beer here that No Coast IPA again. Nice, seven point two percent ABV and is rocking it. This one's fresh from a keg that was uh, just tapped last night about eight thirty. Um, yeah, good shit. So get out of the way, Natty Light. Here comes the big boys, and then I got some nice other things lined up. Get out of the way, Natty um, Light. <laughs> I like how you're warning it. Get the fuck out of here. The Natty Lights are my fluffer beers. Okay. We've been through this. They get daddy hard. Now you're ready to go. That's right. I get it. Makes sense. uh, You know what I like about that No Coast IPA? The the 
the ABV on that beer is it sounds amazing. So a lot of people want to do like a five six percent IPA or they want to do a twelve percent IPA. Seven yeah. percent is such a good, <laughs> such a good middle ground. It, I mean, you can drink two or three, you're gonna have a good time, or you can drink yeah. one and you're gonna be satisfied. I kind of like that. It's, that's good. So no, you're Parker, right. it's not too much. Okay. Uh, quick question. Yeah, I I know you're pretty much an employee of uh, Broken Arrow Brewing Company now, right? This is correct. Do they give you equity stake yet? Uh, the only bartender no. with equity stake. I just I just etched my name into the side of the kettle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like property of Parker. Wow, that's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, I believe that's called felony grand larceny. Yeah, that has definitely reduced the value of that kettle. Yeah, <laughs> you might as well throw it out now. I, it probably doesn't even work anymore. Yeah. It's um, from uh, Portland Kettle Works. Uh, is it? Yeah, that it sounds is. legit. Wow, that's cool. That sounds accurate. I'm actually surprised you remember that. Uh, I we're concentrating on pouring beer. So. <laughs> what did you say? I said, what do I have, the memory of a goldfish or something? Shit. <laughs> do you not remember the last time that you were on and... You told us a story about a stripper, and then Frank forgot her name like 30 seconds later and was amazed that I remembered it. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Frank well, doesn't. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Quit ganging up, Brian. It's all right. Okay. Um, so, no, the question that I had was Did you work yesterday or today? Weren't you supposed to be uh, pouring beer? I poured some beer last night, yeah. Oh, nice. What, 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 do, what kind of tips do you clear doing that? You don't have to answer uh, that, Parker. Uh, you Frank do have to, trying to... On. The IRS is listening. Yeah. Screw <laughs> you, big brother. <laughs> no tips. Answer you, IRS. Free beer. You know free beer is still taxable, Parker. Hey. The benefit of the is. job. There it is. Yeah. There's the train horn. I, uh, I plead the fifth. Yeah, one, two, three, four, glad I got five. the joke in before I need to mute. It's a good one. That wasn't. Yeah. Dude, you need to move. Frank, <laughs> on account of this podcast. Yeah, we're All not right, going to hey, pay for me, you. Let me be perfectly honest. This is soothing. Okay, is it not to the it's listeners? Good. You know, yeah, yeah. it is. Maybe well, to the turn it up just a little bit. Hold on. God damn, that is so loud. <laughs> I said, yep. sound like uh, Frank's room in college on a Saturday night, right there. <laughs> His boyfriend's freight train. Want to ride Frank's train? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Parker just put the boombox outside with Do you want to ride a Ride it What? <laughs> What's that song? <laughs> ride it train No, you got it, buddy Keep going <laughs> Ride it Man, yeah Oh, um, oh, oh My pony No Yeah No <laughs> Doesn't have any train-related references but... No, he's talking about Come on, ride that train Choo-choo oh. And ride it well, That's it He slowed it down And he was like Okay now nope, that's what well, I was looking for. I like I See, like I like song time with Frank when he fucks up song lyrics into yeah, this. I've only heard that song. I've never actually attempted to memorize it. That's eh, good. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Well, I'll mute until the train passes. <laughs> the caboose is gonna come around. You know, most podcasts, most uh, you know, multinational, multi-million listener podcasts would pay to have one of their hosts move. If uh-huh. it was, uh, you know, dist- this Relocation. distracting, but we're not going to do that. 
Man, I hope that train's like 50 miles long. I hope it is too. I hope it's embarrassingly I long. Be on mute for like an hour. <laughs> no, that's Villem. Hey yo, hey yo. yeah. Oh, Villem. He's at a uh, masquerade party tonight. Yeah, it's. Uh, have you ever seen Vanilla Sky? Yeah, I, or <laughs> eyes, eyes wide, wide shut. shut. Eyes wide shut. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it are, those parties, like, how do you get invited to one of those? I think you got to be throwing the party to get invited. Is what but I how, think. I don't. How you, do don't... you put out your feelers. You know, it's, is it one of those like, hey? Want to come over to my swinger party tonight? And then you gauge their reaction. I, I base all of my interaction, like all of my thoughts and theories on this based on that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where Dennis tries to go to a swinger party and he ends up like the McPoyles are there. And, <laughs> right, yeah, the brother-sister combo. Yeah. And he just like wants to stick his dick at a glory hole Always the entire episode. Too good. So, uh, seriously, like, how do you throw that invite out? That's an oddly specific reference for someone who knows nothing about these parties, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, because you know me. You know, I was going to say, like, I think we're not pretty enough to ask that question, Parker. That's Um, where it comes. That's where it boils down to. (laughs) Because if you're pretty enough, you don't have to worry about getting invited. They just invite you. Like, we are having to like work up the courage. You get. If you're pretty enough, you get swinger party invites. Like people get mail coupons. Yeah, like uh, we get, yeah. like we get uh, refinance offers on yeah, cars and credit. Get, yeah, credit card <laughs> offers and mail. They should get you swinger get, definitely invites. Definitely the uh, fat girl at the dance. <laughs> yeah, you get Weight Watchers coupons instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know you've graduated once that first swinger invite comes in. Oh, that's when you know like, the Botox mm, is paying off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Plastic surgery, Weight Watchers, hell of a combo. Finally got me on the guest list, but you're um, you're a substitute first. First, you're in the oh, reserve yeah. corps. Right? You're, you're, Someone doesn't show up. You're AAA. Like yeah. you're <laughs> just you're just outside beating off, waiting. Exactly. <laughs> so Frank, I'm having some a uh, few friends come over this weekend, and we uh, we wear masks and we bang each other. You down? <laughs> you want to be in the dugout for this? <laughs> you want to like? Hey, well, yeah, well, this is your first time. You want a valet every car there? You just you just work the valet. You just make sure everybody gets parked correctly. It's That's the Dick good. Valet. Who's going where? What's going who? Oh, man. Is that me? It's probably Is that a good you? time to let you know that I put my dad on some uh, Bluetooth headphones here, so he listens. I did not see where that was going. I was very <laughs> concerned that it was going to involve the Swinger Masquerade Party. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, we're done. The podcast uh, is over. <laughs> uh, he's not amused right listening. now. He's actually quite ashamed at the fact that these words are coming out of Parker's mouth. Oh, oh goodness. No, he's heard me say words. Goodness, right. no. <laughs> he said, hey. I'm sure he heard him. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> no, but he did. He did. He listened. He had a night in the hospital this week, and he, oh, he listened to our cast. He was very uh, amused by it. Um, Quick question. He said if we've he was, come a long way. If That's terrifying he was also probably (laughs) medicated i'm not concerned he wasn't listening to the cast that put him in the hospital thank you that's what i was concerned he was listening to pod save america actually he was sorry (laughs) wrong wrong cast i'm normally a guest on that one on tuesdays are you yeah they normally <laughs> dial me in from Buda. Yeah, they, yeah, and I'm and I'm on. The hey, can you tell us what's going Friday. on in Beto on the ground in there in Buda? <laughs> Let us know how the campaign's going. And for, it's just ten minutes of uh, train horn audio that yeah. gets cut every week. 
Oh, y'all don't know my Twitter handles, Dan Pfeiffer. That's not you. That can't be oh, you. That's okay. Physically well, that's impossible. I had no idea. You were not everybody a knew. Speechwriter or a can't. I tried. Anyway, it's fine. So I kind of pretended. I'm, I'm more concerned that your your the nurses in the hospital, whatever hospital your dad was in, let him listen to our <laughs> podcast while he was there. That's <laughs> usually reserved for. A different wing of the hospital, not the recovery yeah. wing. <laughs> no, actually, they brought in a Bluetooth speaker. Um, he hooked up his cell phone to it and blasted it and said, this is my son's cast. And his blood pressure went up. Uh-huh. And then everybody had a heart attack. And then, and then they, had to, they had to, half the nursing staff got put into the... <laughs> Have the nursing staff got put in the maternity ward because they yeah. all got pregnant from our sexy-ass voices. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did, he, did he catch you out of the wheel yet? Yeah. How's that working out? That's a little later. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, well, oh, you know. Yeah, it was. it's it's good. He, did, he gave us some good feedback. Yeah. He said, well, uh, right. really focus on Parker being on a lot more. But less, and maybe have Villem. Less of Parker. Maybe have Villem say goodbye one episode. <laughs> have and yeah, make sure Villem can make it through one episode every once in a while. He gets to get so sleepy after his masquerade yeah, gangbangs that he goes to. Turns into a pumpkin after ten. <laughs> Got that? Uh, it's it's the chamomile tea that he normally has right before bed. He is just what it is? steeps it in his pants right as we go on the air, and then by the time ten fifteen rolls around. Out yep. like a light. We're getting ready to sign off. We're getting ready to sign off, Willem. Oh, it's okay. I'll be out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, y'all do it for me. And we never do. We have yeah, not signed out never. for him. Just tell everybody I said bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I right. I don't think we've been in the party that just always leaves. <laughs> just yeah. the Irish goodbye. Dips yeah. out, yeah. Where the hell is Willem? He's gone. He, he bounced out after the second keg got tapped. He was just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's usually asleep by the time we end up signing off, I think. Oh, yeah. He's been asleep for like 10, 15 minutes at least. I don't know. He usually texts back on those threads whenever we say, oh, that was a great cast, whatever. Yeah, it's usually oh, Yeah, that wired. is the thing. Like two yeah. hours later, he'll be chiming in. I was like, wait a second. I yeah. thought you had to hop off because you went to bed. Oh, well, have you heard that? Okay, so for Villain to make it to bed by 2 a.m., judging by his shower time, he hops in the <laughs> Oh, here we go. 11 p.m. <laughs> Do you have a webcam in his shower or something? <laughs> no. no. How he's, do you know his shower schedule? He's visited my house plenty of times for me to understand how much hot water I need. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I rag on that tankless. I rag on that all the time with him. <laughs> he does like his showers, though. The man can take a long one. Takes well, a little you know, in the shower. He's got a lot of hair. He's got a, a lot, lot of hair. hair. He does have wash. a lot of hair. That's right. It needs to. He's got to wait for the, the the moisture to penetrate all the way through to the scalp. Mm. Takes. So I was like, him and Earl have the same issues. Like a lot of hair. Takes a while to take a bath. I don't think Villem and your your uh, standard poodle have a whole lot of yeah. hair commonalities. Well, they both have Every... lots of hair, and they both are hypoallergenic. So. <laughs> And every spring, you take them out on the back porch with a pair of shears. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shave them down, pit them down, and shear them. <laughs> Chain them to the fence. <laughs> oh man, Villem when he was younger used to have this buddy and him that they grew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where's this going? They grew afros. Okay. <laughs> Back then, it was still okay. Some people called them Jew froze. I guess it's not a thing anymore. 
Yes. I don't think that was ever really no, acceptable. Absolutely ever. was acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> if you have Jewish people who live around you, maybe. Well, In they had a lot. Central Oklahoma will say Jewish <laughs> okay. school district. All right. So that's probably where it came from. All right, that makes more sense. <laughs> sure. Right? So yeah, no, Hopkins. Hopkins, Minnesota is the second largest Jewish population. Well, not Hopkins, St. Louis Park. In the outside world. Of, outside of New York City. It's huge. Next. Um, God, so, I'm not, not, really not going to check that. <laughs> the Wailing Wall? Hopkins, the Minnesota. The Wailing Wall is the only place you'll find more Jews per square mile than <laughs> St. Louis Park, Minnesota. It's weird. Oh, There's... come on. Unbelievable. That was funny joke, Parker. Okay, so, um, no, the, the, yeah, Seville so used to have this fro. And just flowing locks, right? Flowing him, and, him and his body. And one day he just decided to chop it off. Willem so, <laughs> had what looked to be a massive like head, and he chopped it off, and it was just this like long, skinny head. <laughs> had no hair on it. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good story, though. This killer. Took him forever. That's probably where he learned how to take the long showers. Like took him a while to wash his hair. Oh, now he doesn't man. have that anymore. So now he just stands there. <laughs> hmm. That might not be it. But we'll. You go guys ever fallen asleep in the shower? Yes. Never. Do you yeah, fall yeah, asleep? In the, how do you fall asleep in the shower? You. Well, I sit my fat ass down on the porcelain. Oh, now, okay. Well, why yeah, do you yeah. sit on the? Not diet? like not not like standing up yeah, and no. I wake up in the hospital fall. Like, cracked into my skull when I fell he's just no, sleeping like, like a horse he just falls asleep standing yeah. up no, just, just, yeah, and just like a horse raises one leg <laughs> so he, could, he keeps the blood flowing in the other leg while he's standing sleeping yep that's it <laughs> that's Bingo. It's Parker yeah, yeah um, or like a flamingo exactly yeah um, it up no, man, it's belly. the weirdest thing it's the weirdest thing you're like whoa what okay yep I'm still in the shower did that and one. the water. It's like whenever the water starts going cold is what is your alarm clock. No. I did that once one time you, in once college. Once you drain the boiler, then you know it's time to get mm-hmm. out. <laughs> I did that one so time in college. If you had a tankless heater, then you could sleep all day in the yeah, shower. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous, actually. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, one, <laughs> in the uh, what is it, the villages there in uh, at Oklahoma State, I might have... Yeah, I think that's what they're called. I might have had uh, too good of a time at a party... And decided I needed a shower before I went to bed. And I sat down in the tub. And those tanks never run cold <laughs> there in the dorms. So I just slept in the hot running shower well, for about an hour and a half one night. Was this the year after? This, I believe, was the year following the uh, Hugging the Mini Fridge episode? Yeah, this was the, yeah, this was our uh, sophomore year. Okay. I didn't fall asleep. I was just rendered mentally incapable of yeah, having a conversation. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was medically uh like hell medic it was a medical induced yeah, awake also coma. Known as the first time Brian tried fentanyl. I wasn't fentanyl. <laughs> okay. He got it out at Never Neverland Ranch. He did, yeah. yeah. So it's funny you mentioned that. I was having some back pain oh, a while wait, back. This, this has some memory. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so I was having Corey Culkin. We're hanging out at Michael Jackson's ranch. <laughs> I was right? cooking up some horse tranquilizers. Sec- Call it Special K. And then next Second thing only I know, to Jacob Zuma's ranch. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. For the moat. 
so <laughs> its own fire suppression pool. God damn it! <laughs> hey, safety first, teamwork second. <laughs> All right, you were looking up. Mrs. Brian, no, Mrs. Brian got me some some icy hot with lidocaine, and I got it confused with fentanyl for some reason. Don't oh, know how man. it happened, but I was like, this shit killed Michael Jackson. And Mrs. Brian was very upset with me. <laughs> yeah, you mixed up lidocaine and, and fentanyl. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but or what? Synthetic heroin, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, no, I mean, I think it's they just call it death. Death. Mm. Death pills. Literally, like I went you, to death. You, know, you can put fentanyl, like you can dr- put like two drops on your hand, and it can kill you. It sounds it's fun. Bad. Concentrate like if it soaks into your skin, it can kill you. Yeah, I was watching the Baltimore drug trade on Vice News oh, yeah? on the on the YouTube's, and they were showing guys who were cutting up baking oxy- soda, oxycotons, and uh. like the the capsules of oxys, and yeah. they were taking the powder out and basically mixing in fentanyl with it. And then, oh. like, mixing it all together like it was fucking marble slab, right? Like, <laughs> you just have a big pile of powders that you're mixed together, and then you're slipping pill ends together, and they're throwing it in there. And I remember the Vice, like, producer asking the guy who was wearing this, like, bandana from his, like, bridge of his nose down. <laughs> the Vice producer's like, how do you know that that one capsule isn't 100% fentanyl? <laughs> the dude looks at him like that was the first time anyone had ever thought of that. And he was like, huh. I don't, you don't. And then he just kept packing it. I, I like, guess therein lies the problem, and sir. It, well, and then he goes like, man, if it kills somebody, then this thing gets street cred. And then these blue caps got all the money. I was like, yeah. you. That's I mean, cool. I guess neat marketing strategy. I don't think that works in any other any other business. Yeah. <laughs> so you Listen, think, Brian, you their, think... their last uh, quality control engineer died because he did get a straight <laughs> fentanyl one. Because he put two drops <laughs> on his bare hand. Just polish control Steve over there in the drug trade. Oh, oh, they did show that guy. I'm not addicted. This is my job. Okay? No joke. I would. Uh, there's no joke. They they showed the guy. He looked like. Like when you look up crackhead in the dictionary, this dude showed up. When Dave Chappelle was doing research on Tyrone Biggums, he That's found this guy in Baltimore. <laughs> and no joke, the guy in the bandana takes it over to, we'll just call him Crackhead Steve. <laughs> he's like, uh, the producer's like, so how long have you been addicted to drugs? And he's like, I've been doing crack since 1973. And he just pops these pills in his mouth, <laughs> drinks some water, and he sits there and he goes, I'm not dead yet. This is pretty good. And then fast forward like 30 minutes, and he's like just eyes rolled in the back of his head, <laughs> just laid out on a couch. And Mr. Bandana Man was like, nope, this passes, and just went off with a sack of pills walking down the street. I'm like, well, that's market research. That's good, I guess. We Quality control, check. Uh, mixing, kind of check. Dude. It's motherfuckers like that that live to they're like ninety five years old. Though, oh you know? yeah, like, and and then the good people die because they get rear ended by a Mazda Miata. Like, <laughs> I, that drives me crazy. All, like, like the pieces of shit live forever and like abuse heroin their whole life, and you know he was uh, quality other, controlling other, heroin. Okay, Come other on. people die of lung cancer and they've never smoked a cigarette in the day a day in their life. You know, right? No, it doesn't make sense. It's not fair. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should go be quality control specialists for heroin dealers? I think what I'm saying is only the good die young. Somebody should write a song about that. That's good, man. This, I'm going to get that uh, tattooed on me. Do you think this is Demi Lovato's side gig? 
Who, Demi Sorry, Lovato? Okay, too too soon. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you know how hard she parties. Her group of friend carries around Narcan with them. <laughs> like, you know well, you're going to have a good time. That's quality it, assurance. Gonna listen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a as successful Lovato party thing. unless somebody gets stabbed with Narcan, like Paul Fiction style. <laughs> so, Mrs. Bryant, I had to explain to Mrs. Bryant exactly the difference between pure adrenaline shot to the heart and Narcan. <laughs> she was like, there's no difference to me. It's the same thing. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, man. She really, I mean, See, let it go. My luck. Yeah. It's not the same person. <laughs> my, my luck, I would yes, go to. it is. She sings that fucking song. I, no, she doesn't. Let it go is not – no. that's Who is that? That's, uh, Natalie and Bruglia, did she come back from 1998? Mm-hmm. That's actually who it is. It's, uh, it's Sinead O'Connor saying let it go. It's not Natalie and Bruglia. She sang porn. It's a great song. Okay. Imbruglia. <laughs> like how Parker just Call went through her, her – not yeah. IMDB, but her Spotify playlist. <laughs> that absolutely destroyed her name too. I'm pretty sure it's in Brooklyn. Things. No, let it go. no, she does not. <laughs> she does not sing "Let It Go." No, Idina Menzel uh, sings "Let who? It Go." It, Idina Menzel. She it, was no. Idina Men- or as uh, as John Travolta yeah. called her Adele Dazim, <laughs> like a fucking moron. He, Brian, can you hear me? Yeah, huh. I can. I'm sorry. What'd you wow. say? I'm way off base on my children's movies. Can either of you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. What are you trying oh, okay. to get across? Just ignoring no, we couldn't. We um, didn't hear you saying anything. Oh, well, I'm just chiming in to let you all know, out of five rounds right now, you're missing a good fight. No, you, you, no we're, we're not. And Garcia's getting his ass beat. You, I bet there's not a Garcia fighting right now. <laughs> there is. Garcia and Easter. Easter Garcia. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And Easter, not the same person. Yeah, Garcia is fighting himself. Okay, right. Brian. God, is there a, a gas leak ball. at your house right now? <laughs> no, it's the the neighbors uh, watering the lawn so that all the water can evaporate tomorrow morning. And you look real cool. Like, I did that wearing your headphones today. Yeah, are you fucking getting in sound through your eye socket right now? <laughs> you don't have snare in your earphones. <laughs> <laughs> the five best rappers alive. Is zigzags in this bag of the sweet. Five best rappers alive. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Five best M- rappers. Eminem. Yeah, you know that Eminem is actually uh, the head brewer at Founders. Yep. It's weird. Oh my yeah. gosh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. He's also the quality assurance analyst for the Street Kings up there in uh, Detroit. And it's also the namesake of Marshall Mathers Brewing Company in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. <laughs> Y'all didn't this know that amazing. shit. We learned so many M&M facts over this past week. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that it's shit. Amazing. Put your fucking... It's incredible what the M&M Museum in Kyle, Texas will teach you. <laughs> Home of the 12th M. That's right. See what I did there? That's just amazing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was good. Got to Texas A&M for that. Anybody out there listening? I also <laughs> got Kyle Stadium confused with Kyle, Texas, but I'm just going to let it go. You but did. Frank, yeah, let it happen. Okay. Let it go. Well, I, Lovato. 
<laughs> Sang by Miles Cyrus, let go. Everybody enjoy it. Getting queued up right now here on Hits. <laughs> Nobody Lovato. First off, Demi Lovato is not the credited singer for Let It Go. No, I know. Period. I told, I told no. him. I told y'all the correct answer. It's a Del Yeah. No, it's fake news. Fake news. That's, oh, yeah. Can't That's scream right. that. It was a That's, Demi Lovato, Elton John duo. Oh, yeah. Yep, correct. Freddie Mercury. You're right. Yeah. Freddie Mercury special guest host came AIDS and came back from the dead. Wilder Valderrama was on drums. Fuck you guys. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> brings up a good point, good Frank. Drummer. Frank, how pumped are you for the Freddie Mercury biopic coming out? Oh man, I cannot get online with the biopic announcing uh, the pronunciation of biopic. Man, I'm sorry. I am still very upset about that. It's biopic. <sighs> you know, so English is your second language. I will about say going to this movie is the fact that people will call it a biopic for the next three years. That'd be real annoying. Um, Did you expect me to put up a fight and uh, take that down some road? Because I really was just wanting to know your thoughts and opinions on a Freddie Mercury movie. <laughs> well, I was expecting a little bit of interaction there, but it's okay. None. I'll carry the team. Again. Won't won't go down that um, road again. So fool me once. When it comes down, won't be fooled again. Oh yeah, can't fool me again. Uh, when it comes down to the movie, they cut out like the later years. I guess I don't. I don't know. Is the intent to make like a Freddie Mercury late life part two documentary? Or do they like skip through the last I don't know six years of his life after Live Aid and like eventually he died and now there are these memorials and da 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 I'm sure there's gonna be little uh, note cards at the end like Parker yeah. uh, talking on YouTube. I bet I bet I mean but uh, Remy Malik seems to do a great job. I thought the previews looked uh, good. Are you talking about Mr. Robot? Yeah he seems That's his name. I don't know his actual name. It's Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot yeah, is I mean, starring as Freddie Mercury. Shit on the movie all you want. I'm not. The previews look fine. I haven't seen it. I'll go watch it. We'll see what it is. If it's a terrible movie, it'll be terrible. And we'll all move on and someone will try to make a better one at some point. I think. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going been... down that rabbit hole. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Money's been spent, Brian. Money's been beer, spent, Brian. Beer count. It is what it is. Okay. All right. I'll play it in. It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. Uh, Park. I think if you uh, if you look up how to tank a segment, they just play that last audio. <laughs> you yeah, have to be more specific. Yeah. It could be the last hundred and seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How to completely take a segment. Our only listener right now is currently listening on Bluetooth headphones. (laughs) (laughs) And he's been asleep for 20 minutes. (laughs) And he listens to us while at the hospital. So (laughs) they just, just in case. uh, So, yeah, they just went to YouTube to go look up the freaking Freddie Mercury trailer. No, it's good. They should. I I think they'll enjoy it. That's my two cents. I, I've killed forty nine beers in the last ten minutes. <laughs> Congratulations! Well, that was did it start breaking them down since noon when you started drinking yeah. while making lunch. Yeah. I had fifteen then. 
<laughs> we used to do that. Uh, no, I'm drinking uh, Numero Trace now. It's <laughs> the name of the beer is Good Ass Beer. It's a light beer um, by Rhinelander Brewing. Rhinelander. Uh, out of Monroe, Wisconsin. It's uh, it's a good ass beer. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the namesake is great. It's a light beer. Um, it there's not a whole lot there. I don't. It, they don't have the ABV even posted, but it's probably not much higher than my natty. Um, but speaking of Wisconsin beer, I do currently have a order of Spotted Cow headed southbound my direction. So pretty stoked about that. Um. On to you, Franklin. Frank? Okay. Uh, so, uh, Frank is busy muting himself. So, I will tell you, I'm up to beer... <laughs> he's not. I don't know what he's doing. I'm up to beer number three for the cast. Uh, I started out with the 512 Pecan Porter. Then I moved over to the Holy Roller IPA from Urban South Brewing, or Urban South Brewery, out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Let me just tell you right now, if Urban South ever gets wind of this, I will I will quality test anything that you put in cans because I am a huge fan of their beer. This shit every every beer that I have had from them has been stellar. That weird uh, cucumber lime goza that I got, the Wit beer that I had while I was down there, the Tart Farmhouse beer that I had while I was down there, their Pilsner that I had earlier today, and now this yeah, holy this oh, this holy roller IPA is uh, that's that's Afrikaans <laughs> being spoken in the middle of my beer review. <laughs> 120 episodes through. <laughs> uh, it was I would say it's probably more of a hazy IPA. Uh, so a lot of late mosaic and citra hops. But it was very, very good. I don't even know the ABV of it, but it was. Uh, if it was over six, I'd be very surprised. Now I'm drinking the fifth beer of the night is Cosmic Yacht IPA by Armadillo Ale Works, which is the brewery that opened up probably ten minutes from the house. And uh, like f- I was telling Parker, about 500 feet from the front door of my church that I go to. So. I'm really looking go. forward to checking them out maybe tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Before church, you know. Before church, after church, during church. Who knows? This bad boy, I tasted this earlier in the week, just a little sample. I'm going to drink uh, my, full, my, my first uh, full mouthful right now. Mm. You should go over there uh, oh. during intermission tomorrow at church. Well, church is like 50 minutes, so I feel like if I can't keep the shakes together for that long... Wait, you're telling me there's not an intermission at church? <laughs> no. <laughs> halftime? The they don't even call it intermission. They just call it halftime. <laughs> a whistle blows in the middle of the sermon. No, everybody stops talking. You got to go in. the alkies go across to the brewery. <laughs> the jitters, the shakes go across the brewery. So this beer is a bit of an anomaly. I don't know what... I'm assuming they're using like galaxy hops and some other weirdness in here. Because this thing is all over the all over the place flavor-wise. They call it an aromatic double IPA. It's sitting at 100 IBU and 8.8% alcohol. So I'm just going to hold this up to the camera. You can, you can see how dark this thing is, right? Brian, that looks like a wine. It looks like what now? I'm sorry, you, you broke up. It looks like one of those barley wines. Yeah, well, excuse me. It drinks like a fucking freight train. It drinks like the Buda train is hitting me right oh. in the face. 
Yeah. I, this, there's a lot happening here. And it tastes even different than it did earlier in the week when I did my first taste of it. So, um, this, just... Whew. Sorry. Is this a new brewery? I mean, or is this just a new location to them, Brian? So, they actually have been brewing in the DFW area for about four years now. They did contract brewing out of Deep Ellum Brewing Company down in Deep Ellum, which is in Dallas. And then they also spent the last like two, three years contract brewing out of Grapevine Craft Beer Company in Grapevine, Texas. Uh, they're probably most known. This is a, definitely a new brand for them, and uh, it kind of kicks off their new brewery location in downtown Denton. Or I'm sorry, <clears throat> excuse me, downtown Denton. Thank you. It's just off the square there in Denton, and uh, so it's their their new actual brew location. They also have a, a coffee roaster uh, on site there as well, so you can go get coffee in the morning and beer in the afternoon. Pretty. They sweet. should. Uh, they should call one of their beers the Simple Plan. Why? No. Why is that? Play the play the swing and a miss. Oh, okay, got you. Hold on. Are you not entertained? <laughs> no, that's wrong. Are you not entertained? <laughs> it works. How about this? That one? is the right one. That's Just actually what you meant. Just a bit outside. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, quick, quick question here. Um, I had the Royal Champ ESB or whatever oh. it's called from uh, Petacolis. Royal Crown is what that what it's called. No, Golden Opportunity or their Royal that's Scandal. It. The Royal Scandal. That's the one. That's the. It's an. It's an ESB, isn't it? We're going to the Untapped because I'm not sure they name <laughs> okay. all their beers very, very similarly. Well, so, why are you researching uh, that? Okay. Hold on. Sorry. What did you say? Yes, it's an English Pale Ale from Petacolis. Okay. Five percent. So what I was told about that is they use, they essentially make an American Pale Ale, mm-hmm. and they just pitch Scott. Scottish yeast or something, Scottish ale yeast or something. Okay, and apparently that's pretty revolutionary because no one does it that way. Everybody uses like it's not. I mean, it's whatever. It's Scottish ale yeast is only uh, is more tolerant or is less tolerant to uh, hot bitterness. So for um, low IBU hot, low IBU beers, Scottish ale yeast is still pretty flavor neutral. Um, is it uh, Parker? Is it just me, or did our certified Cicero, now that he's got a certificate, turn his nose up at my description? <laughs> I <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Every episode, <laughs> I forgot that happened. I am a certified Cicero now. <laughs> hey, good job, buddy. <laughs> it just feels like he's all of a sudden adapted this aura of knowing this. No, if not well, only does he introduce something by saying biopic. Oh. But now I'm <laughs> still now, every episode, Frank, you say something like about a beer that makes makes Brian want to swan dive off the eve of his house. <laughs> yeah. Or I just <laughs> This is nothing new, Cicerone or not. <laughs> I had but a knife. Did you not remember earlier when you were like you were getting ready to yell at people on Instagram for not expe- not respecting this double stout? And no, I was like, that's oh, I didn't. It wasn't the stout. It was the plain pecan porter. But you you missed that part of my statement. Okay. All right. 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 Brian. It's okay. Interjection. Yeah, I'm, I'm not listening to you either, so. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, two things here. Pedicolus. Every time I hear that, can't help but think of the word pedophile. I would 
Well, strongly encourage them changing their name. Well, when you see Uh, the name, and it is the owner's last name, so it's a tough one. It is spelled P E T I C O L A S. So Peticolus. Fair enough. It's spelled O. It's spelled O V E R R A T E D. Oh damn! (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I mean. Sure, I will say for the price that you paid for it, yes, I would also call it that. But for what I paid for it here in Dallas, nah, it's pretty good. I'm just Secondly, kidding. I, I'd like I their beer. The, uh, beer. I'm just joking. That's funny. Craft beer manufacturers with the name Armadillo in it is uh, already super saturated with with two. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> There's no more. There's no more room in here. <laughs> no, no more armadillo uh, related breweries no. need to pop you know, up. We we have a new one that popped up here. It's called Frog Pond. I kind of like that. Shut the fuck up. Frog it's a Pond. Cool name for a brewery. You know yeah. what? If you're going to put a, a body of, of water, there. if you're going to put a body of water in your brewery's name, because beer is 99% water, definitely uh-huh. don't give me the uh, uh, shitty stagnant pond image of, of your beer in the name. No, but they're by, they're by a, a, a pond. It's a spring with a lot of frogs. It's the area is called Frog Pond. Brian, once again, you know, just shooting from the hip here. Is it that Cicerone certificate? No, it's it's my just, marketing that's killing me. Like, how would you name a frog pond? What are you gonna What are you gonna name your first beer? What's your first beer name gonna be? It's gonna be the, the Tadpole IPA. Tadpole IPA. Good. Sounds good. We'll just roll with it. Everything <laughs> started. What do you mean? It's just it's natural. You call it's it the natural. Tadpole IPA. We're gonna call first it the beer pon- we put in production. Pond scum pale ale. It's gonna be great. <laughs> the next no one, one is gonna be pond scum, Brian. Next one's gonna be algae. No one said algae. Oh, what, about the, what about the water lily goza? Come on now, Does Brian. The, There's uh, so many image- things. Does the image slash smell of a dead armadillo make your palate water? I mean, oh yeah, That's dead good. armadillo brewing. Uh, <laughs> the armadillo, armadillo brewing company, the first Not, beer put out, just roadkill IPA. Yeah, just call it. Yeah, just call it roadkill, roadkill brewing. Company. How about like, dented bumper IPA? And that's your first armadillo I like, beer. <laughs> I like it. Well, or tor- torn up on port sit nail or something. <laughs> that's all those things. Bloated on the side of the road, Baltic Porter. Yeah. Expired cottage off cheese dead. brewing. Yeah. Expired cottage yeah. cheese brewing. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. That gets me going. I'm gonna open up a brewery. Yeah. It's just gonna be called the Coors Light Brewing Company. Mm. And oh, they can't yeah. get mad at me because it's Coors Light is the name of my brewery, and all the mm. brands are not gonna be named Coors Light. So you can't get <laughs> no, the brand. The, the brands are gonna be like. Light Miller. <laughs> Light Miller. Uh, uh, Little Buddy. Light, <laughs> that's what I was getting ready to say. Uh, I was going to say naturally. The that's the whole buddy. You just like, steal all of Naturally not heavy. I took, I took the Bud Light logo and I put italics <laughs> to the text. I said it italics backwards. So, you, so it's leaning uh-huh. back because it's relaxed. It's leaning back, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, a real laid back beer. Get it? We're laid back brewers here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check your mailbox because you're gonna get a uh, seasoned assist. Yeah, bring a lawyer to my doorstep, will you? <laughs> I bet they'll bring. At least, at least give me, at least give me the the slightest inkling of something gonna happen if I don't respond to this. Right. So I wipe, I wipe my ass letter. with seasoned assist letters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now they go straight next to the bidet. 
Remember, you know what? We're not even going to go there. I was going to say, remember that time you told the, the the Lyft driver in New Orleans about your bidet? I did. I told him you needed to get one. And then Mrs. That's Frank, not honest truth. Mrs. Frank, life. Mrs. Frank piped up from the back seat and said, yeah, but our bidet has poop all over it. She did say that. Not accurate. Absolutely I, not accurate. I then extrapolated from that that Frank is using the bidet wrong. He shoved it up his ass. <laughs> and at which point the Lyft driver about drove off the road. <laughs> you need to read the instructions, Frank. There, uh, no penetration is required with the bidet. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, this fight just uh, keeps getting better, Brian. Just I, so you know. I, I, <laughs> you talking about Showtime dude, again? <laughs> dude, dude who's been on the verge of winning... Just finished off. Dude, you, you know, need to turn that shit off, Frank. We yeah. need your full attention. Undivided. Got attention. You've, got my un, you've got my undivided round by round attention. Okay. So we we can only talk to you in between rounds. In the fifteen seconds between, between Brian, they're showing highlights right now, okay. so give me just a minute. Hey, is Don King still pitching fights? Don Quixote <laughs> is actually Don pitching. King's in prison. Don <laughs> Don Quixote is pitching fights right now. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> Man of La Mancha. Man of La Matcha. So, no, well, King's probably like on the World Series of Poker tour. Speaking of New Orleans, did you did you want to talk about uh, New Orleans as a whole, as have, a city? Have you? Well, and you wanted to save it. Let's just bring it up to you, part. Have you been to New Orleans lately? I have. Uh, right. Last time I was there was two thousand and eight. Okay. 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 Nice. So you probably saw actually you were you were there the same time I was, like the same year I was last. Okay. All right. What did you, what activities did you partake in New Orleans when you were there yeah, get, ten give years us ago? Give the run around when you say hey or run down New Orleans. This is what I think. <laughs> yeah, give us the run around here, Brian. Run okay, down. so you want me to skirt the question? Yes, please. Skirt Div- the question. Completely please. divert. Tank, tank. Why, why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead? Tank the segment. Okay, just tank. <laughs> Uh, take so have page. you guys been watching the view lately? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you guys know who Kellyanne Conway is, right? <laughs> oh God, yes, yeah, Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor. Parker's got posts in his room of her. Okay. Uh, yeah, on my ceiling. Hey, um, hello. Okay, so <laughs> I went down there for a bachelor party. Um, okay. And maybe this place is uh, – maybe that voodoo is such a thing because you know, maybe this marriage was tainted from the bachelor party because it only lasted about three years. So there's that. Um, oh, okay. So you're blaming New Orleans on but, a failed marriage? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm blaming – You're married New in Orleans. 2008. What were they, like 22 uh, years or that, old? Or that 50% uh, fail rate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Divorce barely, success rate. <laughs> two of them just barely took their first steps and they got married. Oh, okay. So anyway, um, you went down anyhow, for a bachelor party. You don't know. I could have been partying with a bachelor party. Bachelor party. Married. Focus on the bachelor yeah. party. Mm, bachelor party. Know your kind of parties, Parker. Frank, shut up. Uh, bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, we wear masks and we exchange keys. <laughs> God damn it. Bachelor party. I went down there for a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes Tom Cruise shows up to our party. That's not what we're doing. No. <laughs> nope. And his pants are usually off when got, he hits the front door. God damn it. 
<laughs> Look for the value pack coupon subscription. Shut up. He's only about five foot two, so if there's any videographers there, they request that he they film him from the waist up. <sighs> I don't even know where we're at. I don't I don't what are we what are we talking about? What is happening? The portrayal of Tom Cruise as being a six foot four strapping lad is just fake news. <laughs> <laughs> He's like five foot two. Uh huh. All, all right, all right, Parker. Anyways. New Orleans bachelor party. Yeah, man, that place it's it's just a cesspool. Okay, all right, we're all on board here. What? <laughs> we're all on board here. Yeah, man, it's it's just uh, you know, there's something about building your city below sea level that just does something to the overall smell and hygiene of a place. Just setting it up for failure. You're going to have additional pumps to pump your shit out. Um, And when you have to bury bodies above the ground because the water table is so high that they otherwise would just float out of the ground. Hmm. There's your sign. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I was just involved in a couple days of drunken debauchery. Like most people go there for, you know, people don't go there as a, destination family vacation spot right yeah we're taking taking my family to uh, bourbon street for seven days <laughs> yeah, stay right stay right there on the street you would you would be surprised how many kids we saw in strollers walking around bourbon street but go ahead god hopefully they're just driving through maybe they want to hit the local cuisine <laughs> local cuisine. say they've been there and then the- talk shit about the place on a podcast a couple years later maybe um maybe Perhaps, but I, you know, the sanitation department has to drive around in a golf cart on the reg, spraying deodorizer in the gutters because everything stinks like fucking. I, I think ancient Rome figured out the sewer systems better than New Orleans has. <laughs> Saying the aqueducts um, were more efficient than they, yeah, they yeah. represented those aqueducts. They didn't you know pull water from Lake Charles. Um, yeah. Overall, I just think it's. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever go back there. Ever. <laughs> ever. Like, I mean, you could pay me like three grand and I'd probably be like, mm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, it's just a nasty place. There's dildo shops on every corner. So it's like uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Some voodoo magic going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's my thoughts of the place. It stinks. And, um, yeah. Well, okay. So Frank, you, what, what, this was your first time to go to new Orleans. Oh, Uh, God damn it. Fucking train. (laughs) God damn train. Okay. So Parker, when I went to new Orleans in 2008 as well, I had a similar experience. I went down for my cousin Cody's 21st birthday. Shouts to Cody. 21st birthday. That was a full decade ago. But we went down. Almost this exact same time of year. It was like mid-July. Hot as fucking balls. And we stayed on Bourbon Street because it's birthday. Mm-hmm. Let's do, do that up. And it was cool. Until like day two of being on Bourbon Street. And we were like, 
Yeah, I'll do it live for a bunch of still on. Mute. Yeah, <laughs> mute. You fucking mute yourself inadvertently all the time. <laughs> Can't but you do it whenever? Yet you're mute. telling your dad to look at all the punches, and it's fucking just unmuted, raw Afrikaans audio. So the last call. All right. Sometimes people need a little peek behind the burnt orange curtain here. I think it's your uh, last episode, is what it is. Hey, <laughs> nice. Uh, no, Put so, that up on Indeed.com, Brian. Fuck yeah. So we went. So we went and uh, had a good time. But yeah, we noticed the same thing. Like, there's just a lot of shit going on down here. The smell is just permanent. It's not like you can ever walk away from the smell, the humidity, or the heat, or the like debauchery. No, I don't say. I don't say debauchery is in like just like sexual debauchery. I mean like. What the fuck is going on with your life, debauchery? <laughs> the the thing about New Orleans that I I just I don't understand. Okay, and Parker, you nailed it with your description with the whole like spray and deodorizer in the gutters. We so time in the French Quarter. I figured it would smell there, right? Knowing, yeah. hey, there's a lot of drinking going on. People literally vomiting in the streets. Disgusting. Um. We saw more than one Narcan administration going on during our time there. <laughs> yeah, it was um, pretty ridiculous. A lot, a lot of heroin um, it, amongst the homeless, and we like yeah. we're walking around the French Quarter, and it, 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 it first off, like before two, it's a pretty normal city. It just smells, and then right around that time, it just starts becoming this just gutter of humanity um so i thought okay i figured maybe you go somewhere else in this city where normal people live it's not this bad uh monday we left um before we got on the plane we we were like oh let's go try some beer from port orleans and there's a really good israeli food restaurant down there and we'll, we'll eat there we go over there step out smells the same yeah. So the, these people are just living in what I – it's I, just one massive water treatment plant. Well, I, I mean, like to, Parker's, swamp, to Parker's dude. point, it's a swamp. They've yeah. they've converted a swamp below sea level into uh, a city. No, I understand. But why do you voluntarily live there? It smells like born into garbage it. the whole time. <laughs> it It's bad. It's not. I mean, yeah. you can smell what someone had for dinner yesterday. What the rock is cooking, you can smell yeah, that exactly. So and then, you know, yeah, and then let's put a strip club right there. <laughs> okay. Two of them. Two of them. We got to have competition. Laissez faire. Yeah, right next to a restaurant. <laughs> right next to a fam- Applebee's I, strip club. We're good. Yeah, and then every, there's like a hustler mega store that's like four yeah, stories tall. There, yeah, I was oh, we there's two there. of them. Oh, did it's, you? It's, yeah, Christina and I did. It's actually that was one of the cleanest places I've been. <laughs> uh, between that and Walgreens, you know what? Mrs. Brian and I were talking about that. That Walgreens there on the corner of Canal and Bourbon, tops. It gets our best yeah. pick for best air conditioning in New Orleans, hey, which yep. is my biggest issue. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you can you not afford air conditioning? If Walgreens can. Every yep. other place can. Like, so the other, the other, the other observation that I made was, New Orleans is where 1980s cocktail culture went to retire. Uh, that's where they like, went to. For, they, that's where they went when they got Alzheimer's because they yeah. forgot like <laughs> how to take care of shit in New Orleans, and they're just like, "Fuck it, whatever." Every single drink that's made on that strip is like 
stuff you would expect at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Oh, there. That's actually a really good description. And, and every single drink has about a half a gallon of Everclear in it. Oh, yeah. It's, the Hurricanes. Oh, oh it's dude. Okay. Wreck your world. They will. They wrecked Brian's world. Pretty nice. Well, it wasn't the that wasn't it was the no, purple no, no. drink. That was the start. The purple was drink. The start of wrecking Brian's world. It was that didn't help. I will say. <laughs> it was the there was a combination between the a purple drink, Irish coffee, the purple the drink, hurricane, purple drink, the uh, drink at Willie's, purple drink, the purple drink that ended up happening later. That one beers at the house. The be- okay, the so out the. The two the factors Jack and Cokes that I started ordering the Jack and Cokes that I then ordered. So there was a, there was a combination of fucked up decisions made by me that that night on Friday when we got there. One, it started off with me continuing to drink when we got back to the house. I had like four beers while we were, quote unquote, getting ready to go back to dinner. The two beers at dinner didn't help the. So those accounting at home, yeah, I had a six pack of beer before dinner. Oh, after Irish coffee and hurricanes at Pat O'Brien's, it was a then the purple drink at Lafitte's bar that really fucked me. Purple drink has like uh, Everclear and Dimatap in it. I will say it's like some cough syrup combination. It was just atrocious. <laughs> And at that point, uh, after that, everything got real fuzzy real quick. Went downhill where I was just doing the old thousand-yard stare through people at a karaoke bar. And want, apparently Frank told me later that I was wanting to fight somebody, which I don't remember happening. Which is, you know, what you want to hear whenever you've been out on the town drinking. <laughs> is anyone even on this fucking podcast right now? Is anyone <laughs> I am, listening? Right. Am I just talking to myself? I am. God no, damn it. So- Okay, here's here's kind of the person you were trying to fight wasn't so much trying to fight uh-huh. as yeah Brian. So Brian Brian started to get a little annoyed at the fact that we were still out that it was two. Okay, uh, yeah, that's that's true. I did do that. And so we're we're standing there, and this person's trying to dance with Stephanie, and Brian was having none of it, and Stephanie was trying not to have any of it, but she was kind of like pushing away and you know just trying to get away and brian's like dude i swear if this guy bumps into me one more time he was like, sort of oblivious as to what was going on with stephanie but this guy kept bumping into him because he was standing right next to her so he's like, this guy bumps into me one more time it's like brian what are you gonna do <laughs> i was going we're, to punch through his in, fucking face in new orleans yeah and you're you're pretty toasted. I'm pretty pretty sure toasted. Punching him. I would. Oh, there would have been a hell of a fight. But your own face. It would have been a hell of a fight. However, yeah. he wouldn't have been involved. <laughs> it would have been a fight for my own sake. He bumps into me one more time. I swear I will go tell that corrupt ass police officer that's on horseback. You know, to come arrest him or whatever. You know, I'm New Orleans is like the number one most corrupt police department in the country. Did not know that, but I I see it. Yeah. You know, okay, so look it up. <laughs> look at, uh, Troy will look that up and he'll get back to us. So what I was going to say is that was my experience too. Uh, both of y'all's examples of shitty drinking culture and shitty by shitty I mean like this is what I realized the last time like this last time that we went is that what you're drinking when you're in New Orleans is like 100 percent like 
infected, unclean uh, mixing utensils, whether it be pour spouts on liquor bottles or old mix, like old drink mix that's just been sitting around. Like it's everything has such a high level of acidity because of bacterial growth. <laughs> like none of this shit is supposed to taste this way. Yet when we go to New Orleans, it's like it's New Orleans. It got parties, so drink it up, good stuff. Yeah. Everybody likes it. Tums. Like no, like you should. That should not be your experience when you drink even high proof mixed drinks. It shouldn't be a high level of acidity, but it is. So. Honestly, that's why I kind of liked drinking beer while I was on New- on Bourbon Street because everything just had to be opened right there. It wasn't exposed to anything. Not many places Brian. had draft. What? Brian. What? <laughs> you had like three cans of beer on Bourbon Street, Brian. Well, that's why I <laughs> tried to keep ordering them, but I don't <laughs> know what happened. <laughs> most, I was just going to say, most everything else was not canned. And certainly was not a beer. Yeah. Well, that's why when I was when I was conscious, Brian, Brian I was trying took to order the cocktail challenge. He took the uh, oh god, where they bring all the shots and pour them yeah, down. Yeah, did signature cocktails at every bar. Just about. I had, we I had three hand grenades shoved up my butthole. By the time we went down, it was a gay bar down the road. I was uh, at the house. You know what? <laughs> I stopped by that hustler store and got a couple hand grenades and shoved them up my butt. <laughs> That's right. They were dormant. Don't worry about it. No risk we take. Hey, so let me ask you this: Who the fuck's idea was it to go to New Orleans for okay, vacation? So it was Mrs. Brian and and Mrs. Birthday. Brian's friend had never been to New Orleans. It was their birthday, and they wanted to go. So we went, and I did what any good husband does, which is shut the fuck up and let people experience a time and like where they want to go. I could have been the curmudgeon that that was like, you don't want to go to fucking Bourbon Street. You mm-hmm. don't want to go to Bourbon Street, but everyone Ryan. everyone needs to experience Bourbon Street at least once. Yes, and I, and just do the world a favor next time. If anything is as bad as that, just tell us it's like Bourbon Street. <laughs> I, I, we'll, I, so uh, what's what's more infuriating? Now that we know Bourbon Street, just yeah, whenever something's hard. horrible. On a scale of one to Bourbon Street, what is it? Oh, and speaking that, of one to Bourbon Street, Frank. Here, here, <laughs> no, Bourbon Street, no. Sixth Street. No. Okay. No, hold on. I would rather vacation in Midland, Texas than Bourbon Street. <laughs> <laughs> so, here, Parker, you'll enjoy this. So, we're out doing some sightseeing. We go to a uh, walking pirate tour of the French Quarter. And before you make fun of it, it kind of deserved it. It was too. Was it was. It was fun, but it was about an hour and a half too long. It, if it was a thirty-minute quick hitter, it would have been great. And if it would also have been stationary in a bar with this dude just telling us a bunch of history, I'd have been on board. All that Did aside, you about that pirate Lafitte or whatever his Lafitte? name was. Yeah. No. So he talked about the Lafitte brothers. Anyway, all that aside, it was a good tour. Uh, but we decided once the tour was done, we were going to go explore some more Bourbon Street and the French Quarter. And so we took, it was like, what, uh, noon, one thirty or so, when we started walking around. And we found... I'm trying to find a lunch spot. Okay, so... No, we found Brian's, a lunch spot. We we went to the Brian's Mississippi River. Brian, Brian, no, 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 no. Just let me get to the Mississippi... Okay. We went to the Mississippi River, okay? Because I, I said to the guys, okay, like, right. hey, mm-hmm. this is a nice... Like, they had redone this plaza over uh, in Jackson Square, which last time I went to New Orleans, side note, I got really drunk and kept calling it Jefferson Square. And then everyone was like, hey, dickhead, it's not Jefferson Square, it's Jackson. And I was like, no, fuck Jackson. He was an asshole. Apparently, they're pretty... <laughs> 
pretty fucking particular about Jackson down there, but whatever. Apparently, they didn't really Thomas, care much for the fact that Jefferson he did have his place. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more Thomas, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we we walked. I'm sorry. Wait one second. I got really. I was really Are drunk. You kidding me, Parker? <laughs> yeah, Jefferson you, Davis. You Jefferson Davis. <laughs> they wouldn't call it Davis Square. Okay. I couldn't understand why they were getting so mad at me. Anyway, so we went down to the the, the the little square that they created by the Mississippi River. And why George, they, George Foreman. Well, yeah, George Foreman Square. I don't know why they would why they would make this, but they had these like marble or granite steps that led down to the fucking banks of the Mississippi River. Why? I don't know. I do not know, but as we're standing and Frank and I are taking buddy pics in our matching pizza t-shirts, we look and there's a homeless man who's decided, hey, fuck this, I'm going to go from a daily bath in the Mississippi River, and he jumps in. <laughs> now, Parker, when I say the man is wearing gym shorts that are not, not small enough for him, uh, it's an understatement, because when he stood up out of the water, we saw a homeless man's <laughs> asshole... <laughs> Literally. literally, literally, just saw his brown eye and his fruit basket <laughs> hanging down facing, from the backside. Well, he's facing away from everybody. Like he, he had turned around and he bends over to pick up his shorts, but he's butt naked. He <laughs> is. His shorts are at his ankles, and his yeah. ass is at high noon. And there is a family of kids sitting, looking at the Mississippi River and a homeless man's butthole. Yep. <laughs> It's it was amazing. Parker, that was one of the you, know you are destitute whenever you bathe in the Mississippi River. No, Absolutely. no, no. The ones that were worse were bathing in the fountains there in the French Market. Yep, and that was oh. even worse. Brian, let me ask you this: Did you uh, have any of the guys that uh, happen to have a lot of gold spray paint on them, anyways? And they paint their whole fucking body, and then they stand there like a robot, still statue or whatever. Yeah, only one. I, yeah, I didn't even see one. There was only one. And I saw him on uh, Sunday. We only saw every, one of them. Every now and then that statue over there pulls out a brown paper sack and huffs some gold spray paint. <laughs> he must be really trying to get his mouth covered. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. coverage around your mouth, bro. Remember that time when we went to Washington Square Park in Manhattan and you said, Holy shit, I didn't know they named a park after Denzel Washington. Denzel Denzel Square Park? That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh man, I had to get that in there. So, uh, Brian, you did skip over a large part of your experience of this pirate tour. Uh, oh, I was really hungover at that part? <laughs> Brian's Brian's first pirate tour. His pirate tour wow. could be described as death. <laughs> in the first, like... I don't know, hour of this pirate. It was so fucking hungover. It was so hot and there was no water. You know, I wasn't even hungover. I was dehydrated. I've been hungover. I've been hungover before. I would be glad to admit I'm sweating from his upper lip. There was no fucking water to be seen. My body was literally like drinking. So, all right. It was bad. Uh, we're going through this pirate tour. Brian's the only one standing in the sun because he's hungover <laughs> and delusional. I couldn't figure out why everyone else was able to tolerate this shit. I was like, oh, like, it's because everyone's in the shade. Up and, down, up and down alleys. Come to find out. By the way, if you're going to go on the pirate tour, just meet him at a cafe somewhere. He can tell you this whole story. You don't have to walk the entire way. Yeah. He would <laughs> he appreciate it, too. Landmarks. This is where this happened. He just walks you around the French Quarter. 
And then every time you're like, is he going to talk about this building? He's not going to talk about this building. All right. Next spot, I guess. Maybe at the next spot, he'll say something. Nope. He never talks. And the only thing is a final stop. He'll tell you, oh, in the bar Lafitte's, the Lafitte's never owned it. Have a great afternoon. Oh, there was one. He said the Lafitte's owned a shop, and then he said the best, the best historical yeah, but only reference. Three months because pirates don't own anything. Yeah, right? only, only two months, and it was somewhere on this street. And he raised his hands and pointed it in either direction. I was like, "Hey, asshole! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't have I to take this over here. I paid you fifteen dollars." Yeah, he's a uh, he's an interesting. Uh, He's got an interesting gig there. He's only been doing it for a year. I didn't know that was possible, but yeah, he decided to quit his job. <laughs> he was a uh, mechanic, and now he, uh, yeah, now he's a pirate in the French Quarter. So yeah, go go see him. He's good. He will do a lot of things. As a pirate, he was dressed as a pirate, and I thought he was gonna he was gonna talk like one too. So ah, <laughs> here we are in the French Quarter, right? Nope, not. Didn't do any of that. Actually starts the tour off by saying, I will not be doing a pirate voice because pirates don't talk like that. <laughs> that came from a movie, Treasure Island. Yeah. And apparently that guy appeared in a bunch of pirate movies really quick in succession, and that's how pirates and so pirates, yeah. Mm, I mean we all yeah, know man, how I pirates mean, if, if <laughs> he should rename it the the Shatter your Buzzkill Pirates Tour. Buzzkill Pirate Tour is what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, and he really should save his big climax to the end. Rich people in New Orleans through gold plates in the Mississippi River. Frank, okay? he said that he said that in the first ten minutes of the tour. I know. And he, Frank, could've, he could have said, and I've got a real big secret about the Mississippi <laughs> River, and build it up, and my mind would have been blown. Frank spent but the no, rest he, of he'd like. Yeah, it was it was sort of premature. He spent the rest of the time on his trip in New Orleans trying to figure out how to dredge the Mississippi to get them gold plates up from I'm the bottom. You, there's an opportunity there. <laughs> the rich people. Frank is going to be wearing a gold suit, screaming at old people on Fox News, telling them, "Guys, dredging the little Mississippi did, is the did, next." Big- I mean, think about how far can you chuck a plate into a river? Okay. Maybe fifty, hundred feet. That that man, that was naked he was 10 feet in if he if he and i mean that probably is the story of his life right maybe he was, he was looking probably for him. 40 feet away from a couple gold plates could have changed his life it's just like close but no cigar maybe story that's what he was life. looking for he wasn't bathing no he was looking for some gold plates but he's, he's i mean eh, you, you gotta be real lazy to like 10 feet in right did you guys run into uh james mccarville uh, while you're down there james carville not mccarville Mm. <laughs> same difference. Not the same person. Hey, no, you know hey. who was on Bourbon Street though? We saw Joe Biden. Didn't. That was didn't no. Hmm. Interesting. You saw Uncle Joe. Uh, okay, Brian. What did your wife end up thinking about this? Is she now in the same camp as we are? So what I was going to say is we we took a little bit different, and I think Frank and Mrs. Frank probably went next level with their extra day there. We started uh, seeing some of the other things in New Orleans. Like we stayed off of Bourbon Street this time. We stayed in an Airbnb in a neighborhood, like a historic neighborhood. It was a pretty cool little place. And the neighborhood's like, like there's a couple of little restaurants we went to. One of them was definitely better than the other. But they're all in the same neighborhood. And one guy had a rapping chef. One guy, one the second guy, one was McDonald's. One guy had a rapping chef, and that same chef did not know what salt and pepper was. He so did not. that was a problem. But the, uh, the, the what I was getting at is the actual city of New Orleans is actually kind of cool. 
it's got. I mean, it's just like every other city in the United States. I'm sure where they have neighborhoods of of uh, like uh, gentrification and neighborhoods of just complete raw sewage. like raw sewage. Yeah. <laughs> um, difference is New Orleans. Every neighborhood smelled like the raw sewage. Every neighborhood does have a touch of raw sewage. In uh, it's, it's a twinge, a, a twinge, city, a hint, selling point, hint of of sewage, but. It, it wasn't that bad, honestly, and it was good to uh, let people who've never been to the city experience kind of the touristy stuff that, you know, you you know, you hear somebody say like, oh, you don't want to go, you don't want to go to the J. I've lived in Dallas for ten years and I've never gone to the JFK Museum. I've never stood on the X where John F. Kennedy was shot. Oh, you've never stood. No, you need to do that. I have. I reenacted it. And then my buddy like played the Secret Service guy, and he like pushed me back into the car and stuff. <laughs> Mrs. Parker kept like grabbing your kosher? head. Is this kosher? This is not kosher. She had her, bon- she had her bonnet on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Did you wear that nice pink jacket today. Uh, it was a fortune to get her in period costume. Yeah. That Chanel jacket was expensive. <laughs> that jacket was not cheap, but Any- absolutely <laughs> worth it. <laughs> anyway, made for a great YouTube video for the Parker family page. So anyway, you you hear people tell you like, Oh, you don't want to go do that. Or, Oh, you got to go do that. Sometimes you just have to go experience it yourself. So like I had never been to uh, cafe du monde and I had heard because I had heard you don't want to go there. It's a waste of your time. Honestly. And that like the oldest restaurant in the city or something. It's the place where you go to get beignets and uh, cafe au lait. Like that's the only two things that they fucking do there. And it may be the oldest. I fucking no idea. There's so many oldest, youngest, uh, continuously running. I don't know why I know so much trivial shit about that place that I don't like. Probably probably because you were drinking (laughs) on Bourbon Street and making up history as you were drinking. (laughs) No, I dropped dropped that fucking uh, pirate name on y'all's asses. Lafitte, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, we went to uh, Café du Monde, La Fin du Monde. (laughs) That's, that's That's different. We went there. And uh, everyone was underwhelmed, and rightfully so, because it kind of sucked. But it was one of those deals where, like, now now you know, now I know, we will never come back. <laughs> Parker, do you remember my rant about funnel cake? Oh, my oh God. My God yeah. I, dude, I thought we were going to get arrested by NOLA PD, because Frank Be was uncorking on the shittiness of beignets in a comparison. Motherfuckers took funnel cake and made them into little triangles and now they're trying to sell them like they're something i blame it on it's the revolutionary dude i blame it on the powdered sugar manufacturers of america yeah, big big real, powdered sugar big powder <laughs> big powder got got their little grubby hands into some funnel cakes and decided you know, to make if, a 24 you seven killing a favor and you're ever in new orleans god forbid um, <laughs> Say maybe a plane has crashed and you're staying yeah. there for a couple you of days. If you ever go for business, you should just quit that job. Quit, you're finding a new yeah. fucking job. If you ever, if you ever made a, cl- a crash landing uh, <laughs> on Lake Charles, you need to and they're taking a couple days to get your luggage to you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, best uh, what I would call treat in New Orleans is definitely that candy shop. Oh shit, in the yeah. French market. Oh, um, or organic yeah. banana. I will fucking. Why people weren't standing in fucking line for organic banana in the chocolate shop instead of the beignets? You know why they weren't standing in line oh, at the no, chocolate it's... shop? Because those people were fucking assholes at that chocolate shop. Well, let me go get myself a dozen beignets. Yeah, exactly. No, said no one ever. I'll wait in line. You could be an asshole. No, give me, give me I won't. Those people were fucking. That lady was a fucking asshole. 
I I think they were having a bad day. It kind of it did kind of <laughs> seem as though they had fought before we walked in. No, like it it seemed as though they they were handing each other's bag each other bags without looking at each other. Like there, there was some there, there was, was some, some tension, tension in the air in the store. Sexual tension. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was more sexual. like I want to stab you, but I have to work. She uh, that tension. lady who helped you y'all out literally said they always do this. They get to this point, then they say they want something else. This is ridiculous. I'm not doing this anymore. I was like, yeah. So you seem to be putting fucking turtles in a bag, asshole. So don't you shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah. and do that. These are pralines. <laughs> this isn't Jesus' semen. Like, yeah. What is your problem? You're not like, saving you fucking lives. China, fuck off. You didn't yeah. make it. You're, you're not uh, saving man, lives at the, the moment. Don't ruin the magic. Come yeah. On. That's, yeah. Dude. No, I'm sorry. They were professional chocolatiers. Chocolatiers. Oh, yeah. But organic banana can fuck. Oh, I will. I, hey, we need one in Dallas. We need one in Austin. We dude, need one everywhere. Okay. The whole world needs. What one is it? A smoothie banana. shop? It's an alcoholic smoothie shop that uses all organic mm-hmm. uh, fruit and fruit juices. Okay, so here's the deal. So they say Frank. Frank uh, asked me, so yeah, cage free bananas, cage free, uh, free range bananas and free range coconut. <laughs> so Frank asked, he goes, "Hey, can you get me that almond, no almond whatever smoothie?" I go, "Yeah, sure, whatever." So I get up and I order his smoothie. He comes back with some fucking weird wooden potholders. And I'm like, eh, all right, neat. Anyway, they did look cool to Frank's defense, but I didn't know what the fuck they were. It looked like he was carrying tiny cricket bats in a bag. <laughs> and uh, he, he comes up. He, he gets his almond smoothie, takes a sip of it. And he's like, what, two, three sips in? And Frank genuinely looks at me and goes, Brian. I think they spiked this smoothie. I go, uh-huh, okay. And like, I'm drinking my beer, and he goes, no, I'm serious. It tastes like there's alcohol in here. But he says it in a way that's like, we're in church right now. I shouldn't be drinking alcohol. Like, <laughs> I go, Frank, yeah, this, these are alcoholic smoothies. He goes, wait, are you shitting me right now? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, these are I mean, great. It's, it's what they're known for. <laughs> he pour, I watched the man pour like three shots of rum in this okay. almond smoothie. It was not, yeah, it was not, it was not patented clear, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> good thing Very they're good organic, though. though. Oh, shit, yeah. Absolutely. Man, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they were they were delicious. I did make you the know. man change out a half barrel keg <laughs> because I ordered the one beer that they were out of. Wait, like, you hey, ordered Brian. a beer at this shop? You got damn right yeah, I did. Um, okay, so um, oh, go ahead. Wouldn't be awesome if Monsanto owned organic banana? Whatever, they're making a killing. <laughs> uh I no, I had dreamed about having this beer on tap in New Orleans like a good month before we left. And that was the only place that I saw that had it on draft. So was what it kind right of after you had a shitty beignet? It was about 12 hours before I had a shitty beignet. Hey, did you have you know any, saying, was while in, you were in down your there? dream in your dream? Did you have a shit beignet and then drink the beer? Cause <sighs> everything in new Orleans revolves must around start. any dream about new Orleans must start with a bastardized funnel cake, which is a <laughs> bastardized version of any dessert. Mm. Um, that's to, how they all start that whole town is just full of regret to answer your it question is. Parker the beer that I dreamed of was actually an Abita beer it was Abita okay. Andy Gator which is their Doppelbach mm. I am such mm. a fan of that beer that um, that was the one that I dreamed of Frank had it and was underwhelmed and I told him to shut the fuck up and lose my number 
I get underwhelmed by it pretty and, easily. Yeah, he showed back up at the house later. <laughs> no, I, and fucking labels on earth. Well, I was gonna say, oh, Frank's. So, so you got, uh, mute yourself. Frank's not far off. I have been underwhelmed by way more Abita beers than I've been whelmed by. Wait, I think he was underwhelmed because of the artwork or the lack thereof on their labels. Oh, that is... uh, no, absolutely not. I'm saying they also have the lamest labels. Um, um, I'm not. It, it, they're they have the aren't they the ones who have the purple something or yeah. another? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Abita beer sucks. I've not had very many good ones, and I don't waste my time with them anymore. Hmm. All right, fair enough. Uh, Brian, the beers that you did have, okay. Uh, Parker, would you? For yeah. one million dollars, jump into Lake Pontchartrain with the alligators. And what we'll do is we'll put a floaty out there, and you got to spend because okay. Reason I'm asking the question: I was asked, "Would you be homeless in New Orleans?" Maybe I should question instead. Would you be homeless in New Orleans? For seven days, if you knew you were going to get paid $10,000 at the end of it. Mm. Yeah, man, that's... Absolutely. Can I dress the part? You can dress the part. And, and what I was saying is, do I get... So my first question was, do I get a supply kit? No. Answer's no. You get a couple dollars, get some clothes that are on your back, obviously. Maybe a backpack, but nothing, nothing too fancy. Listen, I said I okay. A fucking sharpie and a piece of cardboard. Well, yeah. So the part of your supply kit, okay? Yeah, that's your homeless supply kit. kit. Yeah, and it doesn't include any soap. It doesn't include anything. It's just that's it's the, the bare essentials, okay? And um, maybe a change of underwear because if not, that's gross. So I said, okay. First thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna walk to the nearest academy, Dicks, whatever. Rummage through some garbage in hopes of finding it in, in hopes of finding a tent or a sleeping bag, right? Um, get ready because I'm sleeping outside. Then uh, the amount of food thrown away at the restaurants, <clears throat> it's, it's already shit food when it hits the plate fresh. <laughs> so it can't be that much worse straight out of the garbage. <laughs> when it hits your paper plate. Yeah. Okay. So, so, all right. And I mean, if I'm homeless, why not go out on Bourbon Street? Free drinks standing everywhere, right? So I'll, I'll have some drinks. Um, I'll have some shit food, and it's going to be not unlike anybody else's shit food experience. But then I'll keep going back to Dick's because you know how they, they get return products, and maybe it's a tent, and it's just missing one tent pole or something. So in hopes of finding a tent because it seemed like – in Why do you need a fucking tent? So we can set it well, up in a kitchen. It, it's so in, hot, in, dude. That would just be even hotter. No, hold on, hold on. Let me. Okay, but let me just describe this. And you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. You're the only homeless dude with a Absolutely. brand new tent. That is oh. what I'm saying. Yeah, you're, there's gonna be wrong. Underneath tent banging. Underneath the overpass in New Orleans, right by the French Quarter, there's a big tent city, and okay. I'd like to fit in. So I'm gonna. So. Some of those people went the other route, and they said, "Okay, you know, we're sleeping outside. It's, it's going to be, it's hot. Um, just, 
I'm going to find a mattress, right? Not a bad idea. If I can find a mattress, I'll find one. But I, I, I'm, I'm thinking find a tent. Right? So now I've got the tent, my sleeping quarters, maybe at a bare minimum, maybe a sleeping bag or a blanket. Um, got some plushy things for a pillow. I've got drinks covered because Bourbon Street is just free drinks. And then um, no, no, food covered. Not free drinks to homeless people. <laughs> no, it will be, though. It will be. Yeah, I saw a lot of just containers sitting on the side of the road there. Okay, So it's not free drinks. you got to wait for people to get liquored up. So oh, free drinks. And then, uh, you, then you lap up their vomit in hopes no, of no, 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 clear no, residuals. No, 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 no. Containers. Containers of drinks. Not, not, I'm not. It's similar to shitty food, right? Like the drink's shitty in the in the bottle already. Drank it and like, oh fuck it, I, we're leaving, going home, taking an Uber, put the drink on the side of the road. They were everywhere when we were walking away from Bourbon Street, right around midnight. So you'll be able to get free drinks there pretty easily. Just walk around, um, and then yeah, then you got your free shitty food, which is already shitty food to start with. So I I, I could definitely wing it for seven days homeless in New Orleans. If ten grand's at the end of it, I love that getting drunk is part of your like mandatory items. Absolutely not mandatory. I'm just it's... saying because you're close to Bourbon Street, right? You you got drinks? You want a beer? There's probably an empty beer on, on Bourbon, or like a half beer on the Street. Hmm. Um, and then you'll be able to like. I mean, yeah, there's a Walgreens at the end of it. There's constantly ambulance around in case someone, like, beats you up and shit. I don't know. It's not that okay, hard. So this was an actual proposition that you guys talked about while you were down there? Yeah, you got a conversation with our Lyft driver on the way. Like, from the airport, we've been in New Orleans for about 20 minutes. We've had our first Lyft stolen. Didn't know that was a thing, but that happened. Uh-huh. And Frank is having this conversation for $10,000. Mm-hmm. With the driver, the Good. Lyft driver, who's—I'm just gonna be honest—he was. I don't think he was all there, but we're we're still. Having we had this a great time. He was a nice dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you yeah. guys heard my strip club story from New Orleans? Um, this is gonna be two casts in a row that I've got a strip club no. story. <laughs> <laughs> the strip club kid, Parker. I'm the deviant of the batch. Um, I also went to a strip club. I thought it was a cabaret, though. I didn't think it was an actual strip oh, club. Oh, you thought Wait, it was classier. When did you go to a strip Did you go on Sunday? Uh, yeah, Sunday night. It was great. Nice. Yeah, after the wife five minutes sleep. inside with a drink. And then we were like, all right, well, yeah. the stripper's talking to us now. We should probably get out. Yeah, okay. First <laughs> off, um, Don't make this eye strip contact. club, as most joints down there, are about the size of a subway. Yeah. Uh, sandwich <laughs> shop. Yeah. I was going to say. Let uh, me guess. Yes. Did, you go to, did you go to the Hustler Barely Legal Club, Parker? Uh, yeah, I actually spent some time up on that second story and threw some beads out. The, um, it's funny story, yeah. funny story about the Hustler <laughs> Barely cool. Legal Club. That was the storefront where it had that, uh, naked girl riding a bicycle. And I was with my aunt and uncle and I pointed out to them, Hey guys, this, this, this image isn't very real. And that girl's right. Seat. <laughs> Step on the joke. Frank. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. God damn it, Frank. You know what? Go ahead. Y'all, oh, I'm going to play, play FIFA. Y'all go ahead. You let your cat out of the bag. No. Okay, I've actually got two strip club stories down, down in New Orleans, actually. Um, 
The first being at that club you just referenced. We were up in the uh, VIP, whatever, and it must have been a slow night because uh, I think they altered their pricing uh, to, to let us up there. Anyways, um, okay, so you know how strippers will wear those clogs that are like eight inches tall? Yes. Yep. The okay. uh, we, we discussed that earlier, the Tom Cruise lifts. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he wears on set of Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so The Bachelor, he, we were there sitting on Pervert Row, and we're like the only ones in this joint. And so she's really working working for the for the tips then. And uh he had or maybe I had set a uh you know, a tent dollar bill, a folded dollar bill up on the stage. Not and where I thought that was going. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is while she's uh laying on her back doing like the butterfly <laughs> with these clogs and right up next to the end. Right up to the side of the stage, you know where they go wide, and they and she's slapping the clogs on the floor, and it's making this loud. Was she? Hold on, I'm sorry. Was this a fully nude club? Yes, it was. It's New Orleans. Come on. Was she under the age of sixty? The one we went to was not. It was just topless. Boo! Would you go to the Mormon? Would you go to the Mormon strip club, Frank? Yeah, what is this? And the Pentecostal strip club, and they were yeah. wearing long blue jean dresses. What yeah, is this? That's right. It's it's tennis. Okay, she's going back and forth, you know, just slapping these things on the stage, just making this loud noise, like somebody's hitting a hammer on the side of a piece of plywood. Every time these clogs hit, and uh, I guess I think it was uh, I had set a dollar up, and it, you know, the whirlwind action of her uh, sweeping legs, you know, the air knocked it off. <laughs> the whirlwind well, action. my buddy, the bachelor, um, goes, he, he bends down and picks it up off the floor. Well, he comes up, not cognizant of his surroundings yeah. and where his head is at, and he gets clogged in the fucking side of the temple. <laughs> what is this? You assault at strip clubs, man. Straight up. Well, this was... Uh, this was not a straight up sexual assault like that other story. <laughs> well, um, this enough. was a uh, wrong place at the wrong time because we had been drinking. Mistaken and, identity. Yeah. Thought it was a thought it was a stage, not a, a temple of I a person. Mean, dude, if you could do a CTE study on him after this, he definitely <laughs> was concussed. I mean, he got clogged in the side of the face, like he had a red mark for the rest of the trip on the side of his little. Face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did he get up and say, you all ready to head out? You all ready to head out of here? <laughs> yeah. You guys about ready to go? Uh, <laughs> check, please. Okay, so there's that. And uh, and that was awesome. Like, I mean, she was, like, even the stripper, like, stopped what she was doing. Like, oh, my gosh. Are you okay? <laughs> and he's, like, out of it, you know, like, asking the same question over and over. Like, typical. Definitely had a good Yeah. About it. <laughs> and, uh. And he's like, where, 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 where are you doing? And I'm like, we're, we're down here celebrating the end of your life. Um, so that was night one. Uh, night two, we find ourselves in this seedy little joint, like everywhere in that town. And again, this place is the size of a subway. Um, and that's including the little storeroom in the back where they make, make the bread. Um, and... We had heard room. I had heard rumors about this place and this particular stripper, and we're like, no, this is an urban legend. 
I'm going to go check it out. We are going to go check it out. So we go, and I find what had been described to me as about a 60-year-old stripper with large breastesis. Breast, and I was please. Like, this is this has got to be her. This is it. This is happening. So we pay for her special dance, whatever you know. Her services. I don't know if they had like a sidewalk sign that was like, "Ask about our specials tonight." Yeah, it was a sandwich board with uh, Big Titty Betty. Okay, well, BTB uh, um, <laughs> comes out and. She's got uh, rather large, long nipples. Uh, looks like they what look like thumbs. When you New Orleans go to this, this strip club, just hear about this. Strip what kind of yeah, what Reddit yes. forum did you uh, find? <laughs> Nola yeah, Reddit. Mean, how do you find this? Oh, and it was like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> Is she working tonight? Your no, friends sir. are different. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> It was like looking for the Lord of the Rings ring. Um, and so we found this place unbeknownst to the bachelor. And we pay for this dance with this lady that had thumbs for nipples. And <laughs> she, okay, it was a whopping, you know, like $20 for the special. Undervalued. Um, she comes out, okay, and she's got a book of matches, a book of matches, right? Like. Straight up, 1982, um, and they're paper matches, and so she splits them because you know there there's a, a couple plies of paper in the match, um, not the match head, but whatever you want to call the paper portion of the match. She splits them so they're like a Y, it looks like a uh, wishbone, with the match head still intact, and. Uh, she, okay, sorry, I back up, back up. She takes $2 bills and rips a small slit in each one of them. Like she's making a, like a, I don't know, a snowflake or whatever, like you did when when you're a child. She puts those on her nipples first. Okay. Through the hole that was made by a split. (laughs) Okay. And then puts the wishbone matches on the end of her nipples and then pulls a lighter out of somewhere. I don't know. I don't want to know. And she straddles um, the bachelor and lights both matches that were now placed strategically on her nipples. So both matches are going and simultaneously she is rotating the dollar bills. Okay. Like clockwise, counterclockwise. I don't know. She was. Is she rotating them with her fingers? With her fingers. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little propellers. Yeah, it was like a little miniature pyrotechnic show okay. on her br- on her breast, and uh, it was maybe the, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. And this what? was her like, this was her go to. This was her finish them. This was her combat move. Finish him. <laughs> Fatality <laughs> tit maneuver. You know, like she might as well have been like singing the Marilyn Monroe Happy Birthday. While she's rotating these dollar bills around her nipples that also have burning matches on them. And it was awesome. And that, yes, she's probably still at it. I mean, again, damn near 80. Until they're 95. So, oh, yeah, we just did discuss that. She's probably dancing now at 70, the ripe old age of 70. 
It was uh, interesting, but I mean, definitely she was she was fifty five plus at the time, easy. Oof. So she'd been in that the game is, for a while, a long enough to establish this patent pending move of hers, and and I saw it in person, and I can check that off my list. Um, and that's when I knew, okay, this place is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the strip club? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Fucking All I know loose is they probably should have just brought in just about a thousand bulldozers after Katrina and just started anew. A new strip club? <laughs> and about a million dirt, uh, loads of dirt. Yeah, I will say, having now been to New Orleans, I'm, I might have felt too bad about Katrina. There's a possibility... <laughs> uh, oh, that you did that you felt that too coming. bad. I will say there's so what happened there? You know, oh, Frank, it, it Frank, no, I chose the right spot. Frank, you know, <laughs> there's anything on the Gulf Coast we can lose. Yeah, it's one hundred. You clearly run. haven't. You clearly haven't been around Mississippi yeah, for I, long enough. <laughs> fuck that place. What happened here? Oh, so, it's the new Atlantis. We're going to leave it. <laughs> They're going to figure it out a couple of So here's the problem. Here's the problem I have. French will come back in and resettle it here in a few years. <laughs> the problem I... The problem... God damn it, no, no, motherfucker. No, 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 listen. No. We got ripped the fuck off on the Louisiana Purchase is what happened. That should have been free, not twenty dollars. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go nope. Okay. Y'all go fuck off. It's all you, Brian. You nope. got the proverbial floor. Nope. Proverbial. Yeah. You've got the bandwidth, Brian. It's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so Brian. You filibuster now, Brian. <laughs> nope. In the in the in the uh the true definition of um, New Orleans style food. Have you ever had blur Italian food than at the Italian place that we ate at that one second was second night Saturday night? Yeah, it wasn't very good. I it was, it, it was fucking terrible. I wanted goddamn really good Cajun food, but again, I put my my wants and needs aside for the better of others. I Jesused it. I was on the cross when it came to all food <laughs> selections. He did sacrifice a lot. Brian sacrificed a lot this trip. It, you know, I think the other thing that we 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 didn't mention about New Orleans. If ever you travel, do not bother with your average review system assumptions. Okay. Yeah. No. Was there a single restaurant we went to that was under a four and a half? No. No, we went to all like, yeah, on paper, they were all great restaurants. And we had one moderately okay experience. Katie's good. Katie's was good. But the, the rest of them, I was like, you know, these 80s cocktails make sense now. Yeah. Like every, everybody who was like, if, if people left your city... When the local neighborhood water and hole closed down because no one was ordering uh, whatever tiki drinks and uh, hurricanes, pretty um, like that place shut down, right? Because they couldn't compete with craft cocktails. Those people probably moved to New Orleans. The oh. same with the people who like made mediocre every other food, they moved there too. And these crowds came together, and they're like, "We're pretty good at what we do, aren't we?" Yeah, we are. 
Yeah, <laughs> they, they all answer for themselves. Eat each other restaurants. Yeah, confirmation bias. Yeah, like, <laughs> aren't we good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> You're yeah. the best in this area, at least. Shit. <laughs> Fucking Steve's about a four and a half, isn't he? <laughs> way better than Rick's restaurant. Fucking killed a guy last week. Yeah, that's a four-one experience at Rick's. The uh, uh, it's it, foolish yeah. how high those restaurants are rated. Well, Frank, I think your review that you read on uh, Cafe Du Monde was probably the best, which was. We stayed in New Orleans three days. I went to Cafe Du Monde four times. Loved it. <laughs> Like you, white bread son of a bitch! Like you, fucking yeah, Melba toast asshole! Will you fucking eat like unflavored oatmeal every morning? Is that your goddamn breakfast? You piece of shit! Fuck you, Quaker Oats! Well, fuck oh, hold you. on, unflavored club and now probably eating frosted flakes in the morning. If frosted you're going to flakes, cafe, you're going for frosted flakes, Frosted Flakes and canned evaporated milk. That's what he's yeah, eating. Exactly. Fuck you. Uh, I don't want too much fat in there. Yeah, no. <laughs> God. That was a homeless guy's review. Dude, it was, the, it was shit. <laughs> All of the reviews went, came from the local homeless. <laughs> I went to New Orleans. <laughs> Best gutter Five food stars. ever. Got it out of the dumpster. Five stars. <laughs> I'd, I'd recommend Starboiled oysters with some jambalaya over it. <laughs> some jambalaya and it. some trash. There's <laughs> just a je ne sais quoi flavor in there. <laughs> it could have been the bourbon iced coffee that was over everything. <laughs> and all these free drinks that apparently my homeless ass gets while on Bourbon Street. You know what? It was a drunk person vomit that really set it off. It was the seasoning that really made that oh, made that jambalaya pop. Man, we really went hard on New Orleans. I, I... <laughs> you know what? Okay, so here's my issue with New Orleans. Like you've, I don't know if if it's a tourist, it's a tourist Brian, issue. Should Christina have should should, Christi, should uh, Katrina have finished the job? Fuck you, fuck you. I'm not even gonna try. This is what I tried to get out earlier. I'm not even gonna fucking do it. I'm sorry. Fuck off. No, no we're not doing it. <laughs> New Orleans sucked. This fucking it sucked. Don't go to New Orleans. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck the people of New Orleans for letting tourists run the goddamn town. And fuck the tourists who fuck the people of New Orleans by going to the town, thus fucking it further. Fuck New Orleans. Yeah, the cruise boat drivers don't even want to return back to port. Like you, you look at New Orleans the same way you look at Caribbean uh, Caribbean islands that fucking only survive off of tourist money. They're essentially slaves to tourists who only travel there to pay exorbitant amounts of money to keep the people like in business. Oh, and they're not keeping, they're not paying the indigenous people who fucking work the places. They're not paying people like corporations who own the entities, like own the, own the businesses there. It's fucked. Yeah. It really is a fucked cycle. I, I it it made it pissed me off when I left New Orleans. I was like, "Fuck this place! Fuck the!" <laughs> I don't know who, what kind of fucking airline racket they're running in New Orleans, but to fly oh, an aircraft God. into that city, they're just giving you the double fucking birds with a raging heart on. I've never paid more to fly anywhere. To fly the Dominican Republic wasn't even as, almost as expensive to fly to New Orleans. No joke. Yeah, that's got a landing tax, like an international landing tax and everything. Like, we flew through a fuck, two international airports and the Dominican airport. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And that, I think that plane, that, the, uh, the plane ride there was like 600 bucks. 
and it was $300 a person to go to goddamn New Orleans. It was a fucking eight-hour drive. Fuck off, New Orleans. You can go fuck smooth off. I thought, oh, maybe it's the middle of the summer. That's their peak tourist season. No, I had people at work who were like, no, I have to fly to New Orleans. It fucking sucks. It's like 280 bucks in the middle of December. I'm like, suck a dick, New Orleans. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, and the... the one thing that I told Christina, well, my wife, uh, after we were uh, heading out, is I've never seen, like, just abject poverty level in America, ever. Um, I I know it exists, and obviously, like, we wouldn't have the statistics that prove it exists in places like Mississippi if it didn't, if it wasn't there, but I... I do not think in a large city in America like that you would see people as poor and destitute as I saw in New Orleans. I thought like that was shit that we had in South Africa that didn't really happen much in America, um, if at all. But they, these are poor people. Um, have to send their kids out to go perform on Bourbon Street so they can have some money for food and shit. Like that level of poor. It was. That that component really made me sad. And New Orleans, I agree. It's 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 a tourist racket. The it's perpetual. There's there's really no there's no good reason to go. It was exactly it was exactly as disappointing as Bleecker Street in Memphis is. Right. Exactly what? as disappointing. I was like, wait, people travel to Memphis for this. Yeah, it's like a quarter mile of shit, and the rest of it, the rest of it sucks. So what are we doing here? What are we doing? Like, yeah. Yeah, just open up a time. New Orleans hotel in Las Vegas, make your own little Bourbon Street, and then you know we never have to go to that shitty city again. I, yeah, it pisses me off every time I think about New Orleans. <laughs> like, yeah. I I had a good time, but the general factor of what is happening there pisses me the fuck off. Like I shouldn't I have to, I should not, your homeless people shouldn't be bathing in the fucking most dangerous river, dangerous part of the most dangerous river in America. And as absolutely as not. ridiculous as that sounds and as much fun as we made of the homeless man's butthole who we saw, uh, it, it, like it shouldn't have, we shouldn't be seeing that when people are paying eight, yeah. like an average ticket ring at cafe du monde was like what? $24 or some bullshit. Like you, yeah. sh- that shouldn't be the case. That should not be the case. You should have fucking working now, and, air conditioners in your shops, and um, you should fucking I don't know produce something worth like worthy of us visiting. Uh, yeah, at yeah. a bare minimum, have working air conditioning. I mean, do they do they live on first time New Orleans uh, tourists? Like, no, they live because on. Our, there's but, probably not second time New Orleans tourists, right? No, there are, and that's the fucking weird thing. Right, like, one of them. no, like, well, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah statistically, yeah. I am now. But like, you can see, you should have spoke up, Brian. You should have spoke up. Dude. I should have said no, something. I'm sorry, sweetheart, but I've got to put my fucking foot down on this one. This this place Tell is shithole. I can think of 200 other places domestically that I would rather go. How about Topeka? Listen Topeka, to Kansas. Let's go visit. Yeah. It's Seriously. nice this time of year. The next time, the next time anybody says they want to go to New Orleans, I'll take them down to the homeless shelter here. Yeah, let's take them to the Greyhound day here. Take them to your closest Greyhound station. Welcome to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. 
It's fucking fine. On a bus to Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> he's got beads, headphones, and a scared look on his face. <laughs> Changed a man right there. Um, it, it, it really. but, but like, I I don't fuck. Oh no, what I was gonna say is, Frank, you did you had to have ridden on the plane with people who this is clearly not their first time to New Orleans, and it won't be their last time to New Orleans. That was no. what was creepy to me, like. There's some there's some leathered skinned white people who do nothing but go to NASCAR events and ride their Harley Davidsons who think New Orleans is the bee's knees. Like that is peak yeah. party. It is the Vegas of the South. It fucking it floors me. And every time I hear people go, Well, Mardi Gras is so good or better yet, the people who've been to New Orleans twice who are like, No, it's Mardi Gras. We pronounce it Mardi Gras. Well fuck you. First off, fuck you. You're going to New Orleans multiple times a year. You can go fuck yourself. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I, I cannot think of a worse vacation destination. The only thing that made New Orleans good was we were around good people and we always have a good time together. Exactly. The rest of it was just like expensive for no reason, poor quality everything. It, it was disgusting, dirty, <laughs> smelly. It's a hack of a city. Yeah, like it, you go, go, like take your picnic chairs, pull up to the local sewage treatment plant, right? Throw a party right in the middle of New Orleans. I was gonna say, and it's not like hacky in a fun way. Like Vegas is hacky. Vegas is fucking hacky, but it's hacky on, on a professional level. Though. Hacky done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's fucking weird. Vegas is like the Michael Scott, and this is a pilot. New Orleans is a pilot that got fucking shut down after fifteen minutes. Parker's, actually, Parker's stripper nipple dollar. It's pretty good. Fire breathing story is a perfect. You you go to New Orleans and you're like, what is this, and what? why does it exist? I guess what I'm watching is important. I don't know to whom yeah. or why, but it's the history. We just witnessed history. The only the next time a Katrina comes through because it will happen, um, I hope. Uh, well, okay. So first off, I hope nobody dies. Okay, thanks say for disclosing that. That's unlikely. But Asterisk. yeah, take just take the city, save the cats, meow. Take the rest of it because that's a pretty good karaoke bar. Even I like even the cats, meow. There's some there's some other good karaoke bars out there. The cats, meow is just set up well, and I will say it is when I went to the cats, meow well. the first time. Those guitars came off the wall. Whether they're supposed to or not, I took them off the wall and I fucking played the shit out of them. Well, I'll say they've got some good talent at the Cats Meow to keep the crowd active, which is good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, so, yeah. And, and also, also, by the way, last rag for my end, there is no reason that town should be open until 4 a.m. Zero percent reason. Their closing time should be boring. That place should shut down by 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shut it down. For sure. Yeah, burn they, it. They call Las Vegas a city of sin. My ass. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. NOLA is. It's a city of properly leveled and uh, <laughs> properly sophisticated sin, maybe. This yeah. is dumpster fire sin. <laughs> 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 what happened in New Orleans? Uh, just burn it. it Don't it, worry yeah. about it. Uh, Hurricane you know Katrina 2.0. People talk shit yeah. on, like, when I went to Cleveland uh, a couple years ago, 
for uh, to go to the Christmas Story house. People were like, "What the fuck would you go to Cleveland? The, the the water catches on fire in Cleveland." I wish <laughs> New Orleans water would catch on fire. That would be a more accurate depiction of what the fuck happened. Like, oh, it's a river fire. Everybody knows that New Orleans is the place of a river fire. That's fucking stupid. Brian, Brian, next time it's just going to rent an LNG tanker and set it alight in the Mississippi <laughs> River. Just to prove oh, a point. Could have thrown her matchet down in the gutter and it would have lit on fire. Oh, it should have. I bet it would have. The amount of Everclear that's just rolling through the streets. 100%. Yeah. Oh, man. Just think about, like, think about working at a pump station. Nope. And I'd rather not. Having the pump fail. And then having to diagnose why it failed. I would say, is it's 200 years old. Fuck off. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, yeah, we build a new one, sir. We every time this happens, we don't, don't subject our employees. Well, it's it because should have been leery whenever we purchased, purchased this place from the French. Purchases like, the place. Purchase oh, by the way, it was only, it was a cool 14 mil or, thir- or I guess 11 and a half mil. When we bought it, and we it, it was uh, attached to some other cool shit like Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll Oklahoma. give it that. Yeah, so, we're like, yeah, we will take you up on that deal, but you guys can keep this uh, little swamp of a city, the cesspool. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we'll... they should all still be speaking French down there, and it should not be part like, of this country. I like how it it got its fame, and we did learn this on the pirate tour. And it was corrected because I always thought that the Battle of New Orleans was uh, famous because. It was fought after the War of 1812 was over, and uh, old Pirate Tour Steve told us, you know, well, the treaty was signed in December of 1811, or 1812, and then in January of 1813, the Battle of New Orleans was fought. And the treaty was signed as saying, not until both parties agreed to these terms, ratify, blah, 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 ratify. Mm-hmm. Well, if I don't ratify the terms, then I will still kick ass, is basically Brian what it boiled down to. Brian thought the Battle of New Orleans was just a reenactment of Gettysburg. I did. I thought they just lined up and fucking fought. Gettysburg, people didn't get fucking taken out by alligators on the battlefield. So apparently that didn't happen either, allegedly. Um, Allegedly. allegedly. Fuck those alligators, dude. I don't want to live anywhere that something in the water can eat me. Well, you live where amoebas grow. So That's right. they're eating you from the That's inside with your netty pots. Hey, you know the uh, North American alligators territory range actually extends up into the far southeastern regions of of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, that's uh, they found several alligators on in uh, Lake Texoma. No, Lake Broken Bow. Oh, Lake Oh, that far north? Ooh. No, no, no. Broken Bow is like southeast as fuck. Yeah, I know, but Texoma is southeast as fuck too. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. I mean, they found it. Okay, for real, they found an alligator in Lake Grapevine like a year ago. Lake Grapevine wow. is the one that's right there around DFW Airport. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was like they a, found a bull shark up here in the San Marcos River. That's just that's insanity. That's, yeah, I believe that because they can uh, straight up switch from uh, salt water to fresh. You know what that is, Frank? Yeah. That's. That God hates libtards is what that is. That's when they're trying to know what else it is. Yeah, he's trying to attack Austin. Austin and their their uh, progressive ways. That's right. I made that up. NRA, oh, you did. Well, supposedly they had found one. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mississippi. Supposedly, (laughs) 
please, please. Supposedly, yeah, supposedly, with a B somehow. Supposedly. <laughs> I have supposable th- thumbs as well. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Supposable thumbs as nipples. And we've come full circle. All those people Let's get it done. don't know how to take a ride on red. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, here's, here's, here's the thing. If Russia does start the next nuclear war, I think the agreement should be we all get to pick the first target. Of mm-hmm. each other, okay. or of ourselves. Are you going to show New Orleans? So Russia, Russia can say, "Okay, you guys, you if we ever piss you off enough, you could strike here." And then I think mutually, anybody who's ever been to New Orleans will agree. <laughs> we're we're okay with that. <laughs> it goes. Yeah, it's fine. New Orleans. It's, it's, it's it's about a flesh wound. New Orleans, Maysville, Oklahoma. Maysville, Oklahoma. We can lose that. We'll be fine. More yeah. no nature's attempted no, many times no. hasn't quite gotten it. You don't. Hey, you can't play God here, okay? <laughs> like, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, we'll finish off whatever the tornado didn't. Finish. No, more's <laughs> more's too close to home. Uh, Maysville, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, that blast wave is gonna knock your uh, childhood home over. Brother. Yeah, it's gonna mess those wild blackberries up in the backyard, and I need to go pick the rest of them. Those things are good. Uh, I don't want radioactive wild blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So which which town? Are, when are we going to rag on Norman like this? I feel like you know what know. Norman is actually Norman's actually won me over in the last couple of years since I've been out of school. Mm-hmm. It's actually not bad. They have shitty mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. Like if you like mm-hmm. if you like beer made in Norman, you're a fucking idiot. But everything mm-hmm. else is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to get a liberal arts degree, you should go there too. I got a liberal arts degree. I went Stillwater. <laughs> this is weird. Oh man, we got deep scars to I didn't. <laughs> got a, it was an arts degree. Yeah, not, here. not liberal arts. It's all right, Brian. I'm gonna take some fentanyl, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a big a big dose of lidocaine and <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> Rub it off. Yeah. Internal. Yeah, and I can't move my right arm, but it's okay. I feel a lot better. I should try to fight it. See if you can rub one out before it takes you under. Oh. <laughs> can you imagine the screams of horror. It's icy hot with lidocaine just gets rubbed all over my genitals. Oh man! It wouldn't be the first time. My right arm is limp, but I didn't go. <laughs> I blue balls myself. <laughs> I blue balls myself. <laughs> It's yeah, it's a word. Look it up. All right, it makes sense. Supposedly, it's a word. All right. Frank, supposedly, it's a word. Yeah. All right, are y'all ready to wrap this up at the two-hour mark? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Okay, all right. yeah, all right. Well, I'm gonna do this and uh, get us ready to go. So, thank you all for tuning in to this uh, two-hour uh, castathon. Really appreciate it. I appreciate you. So, I'm gonna throw out the challenge to the listeners and to Parker. I'm sure Parker heard of the last episode, but we want to know what uh, what toasts we should uh, be giving to all of our listeners. Something fun and exciting. Um, not the old, here's to you, here's to me, fuck you, if we disagree, fuck you, here's to me. That's, that's whatever. We want something... What about here's to honors if you can't come in or come on her? Okay, that's... that's, <laughs> I, I that's thought of a different something. one. Okay. Here's to growlers, not crowlers. Start. That was the. That, one. Hold on. That's, we'll throw that on the dry erase board. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man.
the growlers, growlers let's have a howler. There it is. Howler? Ah, goddammit. Let's have a howler. No. I like that one. No, that's terrible. I was on the spot, came up with it. It literally just came running out of my head about a minute ago. You had diarrhea. All right, so that's we're not going to do those. That's not. I'm, I mean, come honor is a little aggressive. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, <laughs> I, I've botched it too. It's like no, it's fine. Honors, get on or stay on. If you can't come in or come on her, uh, we're not. We're not doing it's that. It's better now. I think that's going to alienate a good segment. Contextually, it makes more sense. Sure. All right. Yeah. So send us your toast requests. <laughs> um, if any of it's them come in, they will they will go on the air. Any of them. So if you want attention, <laughs> any of them will go on the air. Uh, for Brian <laughs> here in North Texas, until next time, um, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I do like toast, though, especially if you put some strawberry jam on it. So, please. Peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, dude. Peanut butter and waffles is where it is at. If you guys are not doing that yet in 2018, it'll change your life. Just like going to New Absolutely. Orleans will. Um, but this will change your life for the better. You won't come home with some STD. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to work on that toast. Refine it, maybe. Yeah. Put a little uh, R with a circle around whatever I come up with because this shit's going to be hot. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners in the New Orleans area. Um, mm-hmm. We do love you despite the last hour. Um, to represent Abita. You know, we see you doing what you do. Yeah. Uh, you should probably move to Oklahoma. It's like, it's, it's probably a better spot. It's the new craft beer boom like yeah just get the fuck out of there is what I'm trying to say uh, for Parker in Tulsa I'm out uh, for Frank uh, we should probably put uh, New Orleans on the no fly zone list um, for a bowl and yellow fever because I'm pretty sure you'll find it down there yeah. no doubt about it I'm thinking about retiring down there yeah <laughs> I love you you uh, so yeah, um, Frank in far, far northeast Mexico City. Um, here's the growlers and the growlers. Let's have a howler. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Growl.